and I uh, can't this week. So if people say anything funny, you have to tell me. You have to tell me about it. Is if they say funny things and like let me know, because I I don't have my PC this week. I'm literally on the phone. Are we live, by the way? I got to make sure, so I'm not using. No, go ahead and drop whatever n n bombs you wanted to drop. <laughs> Jack, we are live. Gosh dang it! Oh shit! <laughs> All right, do over, do over. Start from the beginning. <laughs> v, why would you say that? <laughs> See, I had it on V's screen, so. <laughs> Damn it! Think it was v. I was set up for failure. I, yeah, I totally set you up. So V, what um. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from all the n bombs you just dropped, what uh, what happened this week? Can you talk about that it a little bit? Uh, yeah, well, since we're starting off like that, oh, I don't know if we can recover from that. Well, today actually, I had I had an interesting situation today. My dad and I we we went took my computer in, and so we stopped at this place to eat, right? But he was like, "Let's go to Rubio's," and he keeps telling me about Rubio's, and I'm like, "All right, you know." I never been there, but whatever. And already, I, I'm not like a fan of going into places, especially right now because everybody's all disgruntled and they all use COVID as an excuse for being lazy, right? And so we go in, and um, well, first before we go in, my dad goes, "Oh, the door's locked. They're closed." And I go, "What? That's impossible." It says they're open on the thing. And so he calls the place, and he goes, "You guys open?" And they go, "Yeah, we're opening." And like, they go, he goes, "Well, your door's not open. It's locked." And so this lady, she like hobbles out, or waddle rather, she like waddles out, and she pushes the door, and it is unlocked. <laughs> she goes, it is unlocked, and she gets all like mad. She looks at us all mean, like we made her like leave wherever she was at, right? She's got this mean face behind her mask. Anyways, we order the food, and like, you know, I'm doing this um, this intermittent fasting thing. Every and I'm week, drinking, you, like, I love how you do this every week. You're like, you're like no better than the vegan guys who are like, I'm a vegan and I do CrossFit. By the way, did you know Jesus isn't real? Like you, you have to introduce it into the conversation. <laughs> and I have to like, and the reason why is because like it's so important to me right now. Where like if I'm if I'm like lose weight, like I want everybody to know that I'm gonna lose like a ton of weight and get all like beefy. I even have like in my saved shirts on Redbubble this shirt that says Beefcake Factory instead of cheesecake factory <laughs> so anyway so so i i'm drinking a ton of water i drink like 67 ounces of water a day which is essentially a ton of water so i'm constantly peeing and so i asked the lady at the counter this lady she's wearing a mask and i go uh, you guys have a bathroom right and she goes uh no you can't use it and i was like why not and she goes well it's broken and she goes all, all we have is the women's bathroom i go oh well can i use that one and she goes no you can't use that one and i go well why not and she goes, because the door doesn't lock, and if a woman comes in there, blah, 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 blah. And I go, well, what if my dad just stands watch, and if anybody comes, he can go, well, there's a guy in there right now. And even then, I go, I go, isn't it okay for men to use women's bathroom now? Like, didn't Obama make that okay? <laughs> right? say, whoa, 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 did she just misgender you? Yeah, and then she goes, she goes, no, I just can't allow you to do it. So I'm like, kind of like seething, right? Like, and on top of that, I'm like brimming to the top with like pee, like I've got to go pee. So I'm going, I'm like, oh, this stupid bitch. And then my dad, he's like, Mr. Like, calm down. Like, we'll get the food to go and we'll leave, right? And I'm like, okay. So I'm like sitting there full arms folded, all like frustrated. And I noticed 
that this lady's hair is like everybody else's hair is tied up and restrained or they're wearing hats and she's the only one walking around with this ponytail flying about and so i'm sitting there going that's that's like one thing already that i can like get back at her like i can stand up in front of her and go you're out of this and then i go so i go but before i do that let me check the internet and make sure that that's a thing right like that it's okay to like like you never know like i could go oh your hair needs to be restrained but she has it in a ponytail and that might be okay which thinking about it now like your hair is flying around like hair could go anywhere so i look it up and of course it's not it's like huge health code violation like if you have long hair it needs to be like put up in a bun or restrained in like a hairnet or with a hat over it right so if you're working with food and she's going around working with food and like talking to all the other people and so finally i go okay this is the, this is it so i wait till they hand us our food so that like you know that nothing bad happens to our right, food. Right. Yeah. And the guy he goes, he goes, oh, did you need help with something else? And I go, yeah. I go, are you the manager? And he goes, no, that's the manager. And he points to the lady that oh. had helped me. And I go, oh, really? I go, hey, your hair needs to be up. I go, that's a huge health code. And I say it loud. So like everybody in the store that's like waiting and her like worker bees there go, like, can you hear? I go, your hair needs to be up. It needs to be in a bun. That's a huge health code violation. I could get the FDA out here and throw it and have you fired. And she goes, okay, okay, I'll have it put up right now. I'm putting it up right now. Now and let me go take like, a piss. <laughs> <laughs> she's like panicking because i just embarrassed her in front of all of her people and then she like runs off to the back and then my dad like shakes his head and i go yeah see i go she should have let me go pee man <laughs> she let me go pee. i wouldn't have had a problem with it but you know what the worst part about it is is when i got home to eat my food there was a fucking hair in my food <laughs> oh no i wonder where that came from i go can you believe this i go of all the daggone things so in, end, so in the end, I didn't get the last laugh. Like she probably was like, "Yeah, my hair's in there," but uh, I don't know. It's it's still pretty funny that I was able to assert my because you know I'm one of those people, and I know you're probably the same way. That if somebody makes you cower, like they go, "No, you can't," and blah 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 blah, and you go, "Well, yes, I can." <laughs> and even if you can't, like even if you can't, like there's no way around it. You have to like assert that. You just have to assert yourself somehow. And so in that moment, you got to figure out a way to like prove that you're still better than them. And that's how, you know, I'm all about superiority. So in that moment, I had to be like, look, I'm still better than you. I can tell you what to do. <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. I'll tell you what to do. You should have just peed in her hair. Yeah. I told my dad, I said, I said, if I was a lesser man, I go, I would have just peed on the floor. <laughs> I would have hey. just peed on the floor. And he goes, I'm glad you didn't do that. <laughs> In the chat right now, we've got Kyle Napoleon is trying to get Let VP trending. So what I what I went ahead and did is on the Twitter page, I, I started the hashtag Let VP. So let's get that uh, let's get that in the top twenty, <laughs> nice. in the top two hundred and fifty thousand trending topics tonight. Let's get it into that bracket. All right, that's all I that's all I think we. Uh... Well, that, that's uh, it's funny that you mention all that because that kind of brings us into like kind of some of what we were talking about because you know I can't look at Twitter right now because I'm banned. You can't <laughs> even look at it. I can't even. Well, I'm in the middle of uh, you know, uh, appealing my ban. Oh so yeah. I, yeah look at anything like I, it's not accessible for me huh yeah so yeah that's kind of a burn like you tagged me in something today and i was like I well did. i can't, <laughs> I can't yeah. it was a picture of your penis oh so you can't well. even dispute it so i'm glad i did it today and not like any other day 
like a button and a fur coat. (laughs) (laughs) A mushroom with a forest around it. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, you reckon it was probably one of her long, like her head hairs, or do you think it was a a nipple hair, or was it a pubic hair? What what kind of hair are we talking about here, B? Chin hair. You know how people have moles and then they have hair coming out of it? It was probably one of those lengthwise, I'm guessing. It could have been a nose hair, too, which is pretty repulsive. Let's be honest. Maybe an ear (laughs) hair. Which is grosser, an ear hair or a nose hair, do you think? Let's take oh, it yeah. to the panel. Ear hair. I'm going to say nose hair, to be honest. Because you got boogers on the hair. Have you ever eaten a booger versus eaten an earwax? Like, which one tastes worse, V? Well, I've never eaten earwax. Obviously, I've eaten a booger. <laughs> I, was a, I was a kid one time. We've all eaten boogers. Plus, you sn- if, if you've ever gone, you've, you've tasted booger before, you know what I mean? You know what's so funny there's is no, they have okay. that. Somebody t- <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was, I was going to say, say if- you know, I'm just going to keep interrupting you, like, as you start yeah. talking. No, but those uh, Harry Potter jelly bellies, the gross ones, there was one that was a that was booger. And I'm like, man, it has been so long since I've eaten a booger. You know what I mean? Like, how do I know that, th- that that's what this tastes like? Like, if I eat it, am I going to be brought back to my childhood and be like, yeah, that's a booger, all right. So as I'm eating them... <laughs> Like I, I wasn't allowed to look. Like it was, um, it was like a game that we were playing, bamboozled or something, and uh, I wasn't allowed to look. And uh, I picked it up and I was like, "Is it booger?" I don't like the other ones were so repulsive. Like you would know, like sweaty, sweaty socks. Yeah, and 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 uh, what was the other one? Vomit. There was vomit in there, and I felt like I would recognize those, but the booger one tasted just musty. Let's take it to Jack. By the way, everybody, Jack, we have Jack from uh, Paranormies on the show today, and uh, he's um, he's joining us today to talk about to to discuss our topics today. Jack, I did want to ask you what, what what's grosser, a nose hair or an ear hair? Or, I'm sorry, a booger or earwax was the question. <laughs> that is a tough one because you know, like probably most of everyone, I I've never tasted earwax. Yeah, <laughs> really? So, yes. I haven't. Come on. I mean, I guess take the evil you know. <laughs> the booger. I'll eat a booger. I don't care. I'll All right, do it. Have I mean, it. I'm going to do it like regularly. I'm not going to eat a booger like in place of a meal. <laughs> I'm going to go my brunch so that I'll have boogers instead. <laughs> hey, what's the, you know, like when you go to a restaurant, what's the booger like? Is the booger fresh? Like, does it come from, does it come from a local uh, nose? Uh, or, you know. Have I'll you ever have done that joke? Where... With a booger on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of like those garnishes or whatever, you've got the cook in the back pulling out a string of booger. <laughs> Gross. Um, I would also like some uh, earwax sauce on the side. <laughs> Melt up some earwax sauce for me and just drizzle it uh, over my chicken. Well, I told you, I told you, I have like an obsessive, like I have this like. Uh, it's, it's it's pretty obsessive about cleaning my ears with like Q-tips. When I was in ninth, remember I told you this? When I was in ninth grade, I sat next as I was in the FFA, if you can believe that, the Future Farmers of America. Oh, <laughs> in ninth grade, I don't know how I ended up in that, but I sat next to this dude, this like oversized like Mongo dude, and like I remember I was talking to him one day, and he turned his head, and he had so much earwax in his ear that you could see it coming out of his ear. It was just like chunks of it, and I remember that was the moment when I thought. 
that is disgusting. That is the sickest thing I've ever seen. And I knew from that day forward that I have to constantly, and I'm obsessive about it. Like every single day I get in there with the ear, oh, the Q-tip. And I know you're not even supposed to do that, but I get in there, man. And, I, and it's, there's never even any, anything in there. It's never even dirty because I clean it obsessively. Yeah. Probably so that bad. was the day that you realized <laughs> that earwax wasn't for you? Like you weren't into that? Yeah, I was I'm pass on that. Pasadena, big Pasadena. <laughs> Hey, while we're while we're here, while we've got a moment, I, I do real quick want to get through this. Uh, welcome to the chat, uh, Stoneclaw, oh, yeah. Jay Coop, mm -hmm. Mike in Manitoba, of course, Buzz, Andrew, uh, Nick, Nikki the Wire, K Martin M, Kyle Napoleon, and mm -hmm. Ubiquitous, DAK Poster. Not, uh, we have to address the fact that we have a celebrity in our midst. We actually have uh, old old friend of the show. Matt Squatch mm -hmm. joining us in the chat. You're today. kidding me. So, no, he's what? there. He's slumming it. Yeah, <laughs> I missed that dude. Good old hello, Matt Squatch. Boys. Yeah, yeah hello, he's been boys. there, and I, I needed to I needed to address the fact that he's in the chat and welcome him. You know, I love how he goes to the chat as if he can't just come on the show whenever he wants. He could, and he still talks to us or whatever, so it's not like he's uh, so far removed from the program that he can't pop. You know, be like, hey man, I'm coming on the show, whatever. Um, Oh, Andrew. Okay, you're Jurassic Weeb. Sometimes I forget who's who and, and who's attached to what. All you guys with your anonymous stuff or whatever, whereas, like, V and I just put our dicks right on, like, the on the table. <laughs> like, hi, I'm Tom. Here's my dick. My Twitter name is literally V Weenus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Jack, do you want to do, like, a real quick introduction of yourself before we get rocking and rolling? Because, uh, you know, I don't know how many people from our fandom... Uh, participate in your your guys's program. So, if you want to introduce yourself with your anti-Semitic picture, yes. So I'm the one with the very anti-Semitic ghost. Um, so you can find me. At, so I'm the intern on the Paranormies, which you can find us at paranormies.com or on the right stuff .biz. Um, yeah, I, I I really ain't got shit to say about myself to it? be honest. Okay. Yeah. Fascinating. Uh, you gotta here. I'm gonna do a Yakob. All right, go ahead and show your stuff. Go ahead and uh, sell your T-shirts or whatever, because everybody's got a T-shirt store. You can you find me on Twitter at Jack the Intern 14. There we go. All right, that'll do. That'll do. Mm -hmm. So what? Um, I know we're kind of like we're doing a weird episode today because we have, and I'll explain why why we're doing oh, yeah. this. Uh, yeah. Because we were going to continue to do with our Swing and Dicks series, right? And we have one more episode of the Swing and Dicks, the our detective mystery themed episodes. And unless everybody like comes together and is like, "Hey, keep doing this, keep doing these friggin' uh, Swing and Dicks episodes," um, then we'll keep pro we'll probably keep doing it because, frankly, like it, you guys dictate what we what we talk about. Um, but I didn't prepare the promo in time. I failed. So, coincidentally, totally unrelated. Uh, we were all banned from Twitter. We were all suspended in kind of like a stagger <laughs> motion. Yeah. Uh, where one of us, like I was banned yesterday from like 11 in the morning until 11 at night. Uh, and, and Jack was also banned. And then V was banned like right after I came off suspension. So they kind of like staggered us. And we weren't, uh, we knew exactly why we got banned. V's disputing it, whereas the rest of us are like, yeah, we, we deserved it. Um, yeah. what, <laughs> what happened is we all started talking about the AT&T girls enormous rack right 
and it became like in itself it became a meme and people started running around talking about oh mommy's milkies and milk trucks and milk tanks and like like in her her videos that she does on instagram her live videos and then also in like the at&t sponsored uh ads that pop up on twitter people started posting stuff about mommy's milkies and this girl her name and and i'll pronounce her name wrong because i don't even well, I, I can't even pronounce it at all because i don't have it pulled up right now but she plays this character named lily on the at&t commercials and i'm sure you've seen her very like classy looking kind of like nerdy librarian type looking girl but she's got massive cans right so she's discovered this uh following that has developed uh regarding her tits and she I, apparently is like reporting everybody for it so if you saw like a silence amongst your favorite paranormal uh as matt squatch would call it the paranormal dark web uh, if you noticed a silence, a hush across the entire paranormal dark web over the last day and a half, two days, it's because this girl got us uh, suspended. And Jack was actually responsible for me getting suspended because he had posted a hilarious poem about her giant tits. And I replied to it saying something along the lines of, I don't think we can talk about Lily's massive melons or whatever for a whole episode. Then we got suspended and we decided in that suspension that that's exactly what we were going to talk about today. So we are going to do uh, an episode on um, Lily from AT&T's Massive Cans. And uh, V, do you want to talk about what got you? You talk about real quick your um, how, why you're disputing your charge, if you would. <laughs> Well, first of all, I had no idea what any of this was all about. I, I, you know, I'm not on Twitter that often, and it's it's basically because when I get on Twitter, I always get angry because I'll start scrolling and I'll be like, these fucking liberals, and I start shaking my head and I go, they're out there and they're insane, and then I see the riot stuff going on, and then fucking Biden, and I'm going, oh man, this is Jesus Christ, you know, shaking my head. So I kind of like turn it off, and like when I do check on there, I like scroll through and I see like Mike in Manitoba or like Jake who posts something, and I'm like, those are my guys. I'll, I'll, I'll like what they posted or like you'll send me a message or something and I'll see something you and then that's it and then I like close it out but the other day I got this message and you were telling me you linked me to it and I was like what the hell is this like some girl's boo I don't even know who Lily the AT I don't know that because I'm not I'm like um, what's the word I'm not hip you know I'm not uh, I'm not hip not to all it. this yeah I'm not with it dude I don't know what's going on in like mainstream media or television or anything I, I had no idea and so you sent me the video and i saw i was like oh yeah she's got big boobs okay so what's the big deal you know but then it turns out that there's all this stuff going on where people are quote unquote harassing her about it which <laughs> i don't see how that's harassment because if people are saying that you have big boobs i think that's a compliment and and that to me like it proves that like um being offended and like harassment is kind of well in this case it's very uh subjective you know, because in my opinion, if somebody like, let's say, for example, people were going, oh, man, look at that dude's dick. He's got a big dick. I'd be incredibly flattered. I'd be so flattered that I'd be like posting it on the Internet. Everybody thinks I have a big dick. The world is talking about my dick. And this bitch, <laughs> this bitch <laughs> is upset because people are enjoying the size of her tits. She should be proud of that. So, so, and I, and I digress. I'm getting off here. So, so I get banned for no reason because I see the post you and you tag me and like about like, hey, we should do a show about the girls' boobs and blah blah blah. And I'm yeah, going, yeah, that's the one that okay. got me. Yeah, and I go, okay, well, 
yeah, you know, boobs are awesome. Of course, you know, I can talk about boobs. And then, um, and then this morning or yesterday morning, I get, was it yesterday or today? I get this thing. I go on Twitter to like see who had posted what, and it's all you've been banned. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell for what? What did I even do? And so, like, of course, it's about that tweet. And and actually, I I can pull up the tweet right now. What I said, so we can reference it. <laughs> uh, let's see here. It says. Uh, it'll be a blast to see how many various terms we can come up with for breasts. Personally, I'm a huge fan of gazumbas, right? And that's all I said. Now, I, not, now, my argument is that that is not directed at anybody. That shouldn't be offensive to anybody. That's not directed to her as a person. That's me talking about what we can do as a show and my appreciation for one term that is referring to breasts in general. <laughs> So my argument is there's no, there shouldn't be anybody that's offended by this because it's not directed at a person. So the fact that I'm being banned because it's harassment doesn't make sense to me. And and again, like I, I have to appeal on top of that because I'm a huge fan of the first amendment, dude. And like the moment that somebody says I can't say something, I go, well, fuck you. I can say whatever I want. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna say that shit and you know, you can blow me. How about that? <laughs> Right. How about that? Right. Did you guys want to see did you want to see a picture of her? We can put it up. If anybody doesn't know who this girl is, right? Um, let me go ahead and put a photo of her up. V, can you see that? Mm, let's see here. My Skype went down, hang on. Oh yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I should have guessed. <laughs> Mil Milana Alexandrova Vaintrube. Big titty AT&T she, day. Is she, she's a Habib? I guess. Is that a, she's Ukrainian, is that a Habib? as I understand it. Oh, Ukrainian. I've been to the Ukraine. I've been to Kiev. Remember I banged that uh, singer out there for Was a weekend. Was like that movie, um, War Incorporated, when, uh, what's his name, John Cusack bangs uh, Hillary Duff? Remember was that, that Hillary? I thought it was Lindsay Lohan, but yeah, oh, it is like on. that. It is, no. it is definitely like that. It's still communist. I mean, it's it, it's not communist anymore, but it still is. You know what I mean? Like, you go places, and it's like communism to the max. Like, a McDonald's, like, check this out. A McDonald's in the Ukraine is literally set up like a cafeteria. Like, you go down with your tray, and then they you pick out the burgers that you want, and you put them on your tray, and then you go to the counter and pay. It's not like you go up to a counter and order your food. You're, like, picking out your food. Like, like fucking communism, dude. Like, come on. Fucking guy. <laughs> Get it together, guys, over there. Yeah. Uh, Buzz Busby says that she's Uzbekistanian. So, uh -huh. so well, yeah, you hobby. were right. That's that's a hobby. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, isn't that where um, uh, isn't that where uh, Borat is from? He's from Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan, as it's pronounced. Which is which is like not real, right? Is that no, real? it's a real? It's a real. It's country. real. Yeah. This is an actual picture of her people at home. For if, if you don't know, uh, this is not uh, <laughs> her old picture from the eighties. Wow! I Regardless of where she's from, I'd still bury my snatch bone in her backyard. Oh man, I would I would reverse cowgirl titty fucker. You know what I mean? Like I would plant my ass cheeks on her face cheeks and reverse cowgirl titty fucker. Oh and yeah, I get what you're saying. So she's got to put her nose in your b-hole, basically. Yeah. yeah, I got you. And whatever she does with her mouth is up to her. Like that's, 
I'm going to leave that option on the table. She can decide what she wants to do with it. But, yeah. I wonder if somebody motorbikes. Is she a lesbian? Or does she have, is she married? Or somebody I, gets to, either somebody is getting to motorboat those. And... Oh, you know what? She does have a fiance, a dude. So there's a dude no, he's, motorboating it. He's he's probably upset about that, too. He's probably going, those are my titties. <laughs> How you dare know, you? He probably bought I got some. I got something to say about the video that she made. I, I don't know if you guys saw it. I'm sure yeah, please. you saw it, Tom. No, so I, I where she's like, oh, the 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 milk tank memes and whatnot are, are hurtful. <laughs> you can tell straight up she enjoys the shit out of all the attention she's getting, and she probably made that for her fiancé just to be like, look, see, I'm not I, – I don't enjoy it, I, I swear. No, that's yeah, a good point. She's definitely smiling in that video when she's like – all these memes, they're extremely hurtful, but she's smirking when she does it, so it's its impossible to take her ass seriously. Yeah. And, and her tone of voice, too. How could a person not like when everybody in the world, like, your boobs are trending? Could you imagine if your dick was trending, dude? That's oh, huge! Yeah. Like, people, <laughs> the entire internet is talking about my dick right now. That's fucking awesome. That's nice I, would call, bro. I would die happy, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, Tom, that was actually one of the posts that got taken down was when I was like, yeah, compliment my dick, bitch, or oh, some I shit like that. that. And I, <laughs> yeah. did. I did compliment it, I believe. I think I said something uh, along. I said something, and then somebody else said, nice cock, bro. And it was along the same line. So, <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it was Buzz saying, nice balls, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. I knew it was uh, one of the guys, one of the fellas, got in there and said, it, it was Buzz, I do remember. He's like the only one who still has like the frog... Uh, Abby right now so he's, he's very easily to easy to identify in the shenanigans um but let me talk real quick about this girl right um she's a very pretty girl like there's no denying that but her uh her the discussion regarding this uh these moves, these milk tanks you know what the first the first meme that i saw or the first thing that i saw about it i didn't even realize it was a thing until i saw there's this chick on here uh spicy underscore fetus is her name on twitter and uh, she's, I'm going to plug her right now. She doesn't watch the show, but she's she's pretty funny. Uh, it's at spicy underscore fetus, I think. And um, she had replied, like she quote retweeted the conversation where it showed homegirl, uh, the AT&T dame with the sloppy cans. She, she was complaining about everybody who was talking about her boobs in that Instagram video. And somebody was like, Lily can see your guys' messages and they're really offensive and they're hurting her feelings. <laughs> And this chick, uh, Spicy Fetus, she goes, good, I want her to know that, or I'm glad she knows that I want her to crush my skull with her massive tits. And it, like, <laughs> I saw that and I was like, that's pretty funny. I, like I laughed and I was like, that's pretty funny. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, like these milk cans, milk tank, milk, milk truck, milkman, uh, mommy's milkies, like all that stuff started popping up everywhere. And I had to get in on it because I was like, this is actually really funny. <laughs> this whole this whole thing but she yeah she's now like if you type in lily at&t like the first thing that comes up is all this stuff about the sexual harassment online which like i think back to i think it was tyler the creator said it like how can you possibly be cyber bullied uh just turn the computer off or just look yeah, away like nigga look away yeah <laughs> so that's when i hear sexual harassment online i'm like you guys understand you can mute people and block people and put your phone down for a minute and like whatever like there are a million things that you can do to get away from that toxic environment 
And if this chick thinks that, I mean, you could even go and you can mute certain words. So you could mute the words milk, <laughs> milkies, milkers. Milk. <laughs> like, how often do you use those really? Or like, unless you follow like Got Milk campaign or whatever, there's no chance that that's going to pop up and be an issue. And it, or you miss something like, oh, there's a new Got Milk commercial. Oh, it's because I have milk blocked as a word. Uh, but she's on here. She says, uh, it says, She's an actress who's best known as Lily from AT&T commercials and is facing a wave of sexual harassment online after social media users rediscovered her videos for the company. Rediscovered as if she's not still actively in commercials for AT&T. Uh, over the last week, Twitter users have posted objectifying memes of the actress, many of which have distorted her personal photos. AT&T eventually turned off the comments on an Instagram post featuring Van Troube as commenters flooded the video with crude comments about the actress's appearance. In an Instagram <laughs> Live, a visibly upset Van Troop said that the harassment brought up feelings of sexual assault. Uh, visit Insider's homepage for more stories. But so, so that's basically the gist of it. And it, realistic, like in reality, I've seen these commercials a hundred times, right? Uh, and, and I've never... Um, oh, hold on, I'm getting a message here. You know, I just dropped some in the chat. Makes sense that the AT&T girl in the commercials pushing JG is, oh, come on, is she's Jewish. So we're already Every we got the, single time. <laughs> we got the Jewish, the anti-Semite on the show who's got to bring in the, the, the Jew stuff. If, if not Yakov, it's got to be, it's got to be Jack. Uh, come on, we, we were able to survive being canceled once because of a, a uh, what did we do? You had me at canceled, our anti-Semitic episode. <laughs> we're able to survive not being canceled once let's let's try to keep from oh, and i wish i still had my adolf hitler uh screen we're just complimenting the kazar milkers yeah that's true so so all right we'll we'll take it as we'll take it as that it's a compliment right um, you know you know what the best thing about it is though like like she can get all mad and she can like claim that she's being sexually harassed and like she can get upset and she can get me banned from the internet or whatever. But the fact of the matter remains that I will not stop thinking that she has great tits, regardless of everything that she can do to stop me from saying it or being in her vicinity of saying it. She can do that all she wants, but I will always think that she has great tits regardless. And she can never take, take that away. She can never change that. Nobody can, in fact. Yeah, in fact, based. she can take away the fact of me saying right now that I appreciate her boobs. That's all there is to it. Yeah, she can't mute. I mean, she can personally mute it, but she can't get our show taken down. We've been taken off of every platform already, and we'll just come back. <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah. Um, we are the undying, unkillable, uh, uh, paranormal. Uh, what are we even? Like sort of pseudo paranormal so show. Are we? Horror yeah, comedy. Assholes uh, right now. <laughs> to, um, to the AT&T oh. girls' massive Jewish cans. Mm -hmm. Is that a good one? Is she Jewish? I, I, as I thought Uzbekistan isn't. Uh, I mean, there's Jews there. There's Jews everywhere. I don't know. They're everywhere. They got scattered to the four winds because mm -hmm. they they kept screwing up. Real oh, yeah. tit posting okay. hours. Who up? <laughs> so where where was? Oh, you know what? And I've seen these commercials a hundred times. Right? They come on all the freaking time, and I've never once looked at her boobs. Not once. I don't know why. So it never dawned on me when people started talking about her boobs. I was like, "What? What on earth? Is, what? Where is this coming from? Like, is this your definition of big?" And then I then I started paying attention, and I was like, "Those things are pretty big. They mask them well in that AT and T. Uh, uh, what do you what do you call them? Polo." So, 
Yeah. What do you What do you rate those those boobs be? Let me Let me throw it back on the screen. Yeah. Let's get you. a Let's get a good. Uh... There you go. See how they're kind of like masked in the. In yeah, the, those are oh, definitely there pushed up right there. She's got them pushed up. I I don't think they're as great as everybody says they are. They're certainly not. Uh, they're not like F. They're not size F or anything. They're probably just D's. I mean, I don't know. The, the, Hang on, I'll, I'll say, find some pictures. I'll say this about her about her in that picture right there. She's wearing that to show off her boobs. Yeah, that's what, no that's what women do. They don't buy clothing like that to hide their boobs. They buy clothing like that because they're, quote unquote, bringing the girls out. That's what they call it, <laughs> literally. Yeah. So there, there, she's showing off her boobs there, which means she knows she's got big boobs. How can she not appreciate the fact that everybody appreciates the fact that she has big boobs? Yeah, those are definitely a D. I, I don't think they're double D. They're, they're, they're good. I mean, they're porn star worthy. I'll give her that. I'd put my wiener in between those, uh, you know, Would mountains. Would you reverse cowgirl titty fucker? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not a fan of having anybody near my b-hole, to be honest. Really? I don't. I'm not. We've talked about that before. Don't touch that. Don't touch that area. <laughs> You've told me personally not to touch that. Yeah. yeah I don't. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <laughs> touch my butt. <laughs> now you know what's funny is I knew this guy one time. He was like he had no shame about anything, and he this one time he was like walking by me and he accidentally brushed his hand against my ass, and I looked at him like like dude like gay right? And he goes my bad. Like he says it loud. My bad, dog. I didn't mean to touch your ass. And I go, dude, you don't have to like fucking say it out loud. Just like acknowledge that it happened and walk away, you know, like we just don't address it, you know? It's one of those weird things that we'll never talk about, but now you did, and now we are. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he just goes, well, my bad. <laughs> you shouldn't have touched my ass. You know, uh, yeah. we used to do this thing. I, I, I may have talked about this on the show before. The uh, Actually, every time I move, the camera shakes, so I want to eliminate that from happening. We used to, I used to have this little fart box, right? This little, it was a little remote-controlled fart device, right? and uh it was just a little speaker about yo big and then some you had a, like a little keychain fob that you could push the button and it would make a short fart noise or a long fart noise right and we used to have this competition like when we got this is when we got back from iraq and we're in the reset phase where we're just waiting for all our shit to come back and uh mm -hmm. so there's really nothing to do and we were just sitting in the hangar all day and if you remember when we got back the hangers were different like it was like the battalion was just like one long hanger and then it yeah, had yeah. individual hanger or individual areas off to the side or whatever or I'm, I'm sorry this is like the buildings right the offices and uh we used to have this game where we would put the fart box in one of our cargo pockets and then somebody else controlled the fob so you would have to walk down all the way to the end of the battalion headquarters building or like company's building or whatever. You'd have to walk all the way down to the door and then you could turn it off. And then the person with the key fob could hit it at any time and you would never know like when it was coming. So and, and the idea was to wait until they got to like, you know, the first sergeant of one of the companies or whatever or some high, someone higher ranking than them would, would right. come out of one of the offices and then you'd be standing, and they'd be like, hey, Miller, I got a question for you. And they'd pull you to the side, and then all of a sudden, the dude would hit the button and go, <laughs> just like the long fart. <laughs> but, yeah, that was, a, that was a fun game we used to play. Speaking Farts of always funny. Touching it. What, what do you got for me, Jack? Uh, better picture. Oh, yeah. More, um, yeah. uh, definitely 
more justifying for, yeah, for those it, nice milk milk trucks, you know? Yeah, she definitely um, is wearing that shirt to show off her boobs. I mean, I keep I'd motorboat the fuck out of it. If she didn't want people to look at them, then she wouldn't wear shirts to get people to look at them. You know what I mean? See, that's how you know she's lying in that video. Yeah, it's bullshit. So the controversy here, people are probably wondering, why are we talking about this on this episode or whatever? Um, and and how in, how is this a conspiracy? Well, the conspiracy is this. Um, the milk the milk tank girl, the AT&T girl, she wants us to look at her boobs, right? And uh, clearly, here we go, here you go. Have a, have a look at these puppies. And and she's telling us otherwise. So what what are we to glean from that based on this whole Me Too movement? V, your thoughts. Oh, man, it don't even get me started. That whole thing is, it's ridiculous, dude. And you know what? It's losing steam. All that stuff is losing steam because it's all like, again, subjective. And that's how it works. It's, it's whenever it's whenever it's convenient, you know, and like, uh, you know what I think too is um, a lot of it has to do with like unattractive people and then like attractive people, right? You've got attractive people. It's, it's not like race or anything. It's just attractive and unattractive people. So you have like an attractive woman, right? Like we'll we'll use um, mommy mammaries here or whatever. <laughs> what are we what are we calling her? Dusty uh, Gazongas. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say big boobs, McGee. <laughs> big boobs. So we've got this broad, right? And she's got these gigantic boobs. And then now imagine like like beefcake Chris Hamworth, right? He shows up and he's like, oh, nice. Uh, and then she creams in her. She she gets what you call, what the Australians call a white on, right? You know about the white on. <laughs> right? And she's totally like melts because this dude's like a beefcake and, you know, she wants him to stir her cereal. You know what I mean? Sure. She wants to she wants him to put his banana in her cereal or you put bananas in your cereal right? anyways you get where i'm driving with this so now you go back and you go okay now imagine it's some unattractive dude like you know danny devito or you know whoever is not very attractive looking kind of frumpy weird and then he goes he goes up to her and says the same thing immediately she's repulsed by it not by what he said although that's what she perceives to be it's more that He's he's an unattractive person telling her that, so she goes, "Oh, you're creepy." It's just like you know, Jim Gaffigan has a bit that he talks about. He goes, "What what do you do? Like you're on the train and you see like an attractive person and they smile at you and you go, oh, what a nice person. They're so thing. But then you see like an ugly person and smile at you and you go, oh, what do they want? (laughs) What do they want, right? And so it's kind of like one of those things where it's subjective and they're going, oh, how do how do I use this in my favor? And you know." and this is my opinion and you know probably a little biased but all women are like that it's all like how can they use their womanliness to get something which i totally advocate i totally advocate that because that's where we're separate from women men can't do that like unless you're you know like i said chris hemsworth or brad pitt and you can just like you know make women swoon you know then you can't do that but pretty much all women as long as you're not fat can make men do that they can just like string them along and you know and i i'll be the first to admit like i'm a total sucker for the babes dude like if a chick shows up and i'm like yeah you know I, i've seen her talk all my big game like women this and i'm a misogynist and blah 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 blah. but if a hot chick shows up and she starts ordering me around i'm like yeah i remember i always used to say like 
like they'd give me that security test before I got my secret clearance, and they were like, "If you are like worried about like secrets and government secrets, and you can't sell and this this that," and I'd go, "Well, here's the thing: if you put like if the honey pot happens to me, and it's like the honey pot, you know, you know what the honey pot is? We've all seen Archer, not the honey dick. Yeah, we all seen Archer. We know what the honey pot is." If the honeypot happened to me and it was like Rachel Starr, like the porn star of my dreams, and like I'm selling every government secret right there just to have sex with her. I don't care who you are. And like that's how it is with women is like if you're attractive, you can just make men do what you want. And like I think that's great. I think they should do that. Like that's how women can control society. But when you start rejecting that, you go, oh, I'm offended and blah, 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 blah. And they, they know that. They know that they're capable of especially attractive. This Lily broad, you know, with her big boobs, she knows that. She knows that she can she could have a massive following if she just accepted that and let her boobs trend. She, she could have this huge people. She could get movie deals. <laughs> she wouldn't be doing shitty AT&T crap right now because – because people would be knocking down her door going, wow, you're trending right now. You're important. Let me give you a movie deal. We'll teach you how to act. Who cares? She could have all that crap if she embraced it. All she's got to do is suck off Harvey Weinstein and she could be in a movie. Just like every other broad that's in fucking movies. Like, how do you think they got there? Angelina Jolie, you think she's going to ever win an Academy Award? Probably not because she's a shitty fucking actress. But hey, she'll be in a ton of movies and be in a ton of whatever because she sucks some dude's dick to get where she's at and hey you can complain about it and cry about it but you did that shit you didn't have to put his dick in your mouth you could have right then and there said fuck you i'm calling the cops but you didn't for me yeah yeah, you didn't you fucking sucked his dick dude and that's all there is to it and that's my rant I, i mean i could go on for days about this because it sickens me that women reject that instead of embracing it and and like guys we all like like you can take most guys i'm gonna say a good 80 percent of men that they refer whether or not around other women to women as some sort of derogatory mark, whether it be bitches, hoes. You don't have to be black to call a woman a bitch. We called the women bitches in this episode a couple times, and it's not because we're referring to them as female dogs or we think lowly of them. That's just a term like chicks or something at this point. Bitches this and women that and broads and dames. In, in a way, it's almost endearing, you know? And like, you know how I feel about objectivity. Like, the more you objectify a woman, the more value that person has to you you know what i mean like and the, again like i'll rant forever about this dude you you, you no, shouldn't I'm have totally got me okay with you no i'm totally because you're like the guy who knows that that industry and stuff i'm just i'm a guy who just watches movies or whatever but like you live in it so yeah. I, that's the kind of stuff that i want to know tell me this who in hollywood didn't have to blow somebody to get into acting like name He's, name a couple like an actress oh um that's a tough one are there any um, actresses that are any like actually worth uh, what they are now, based on their acting abilities, and probably and got into the industry based off of the merits of their own uh, talent? Yeah. Or t- is every actress a dick sucking um, succubus? Yeah, go with the latter. <laughs> yeah, it's not the latter. It, and, and it's and it's not because like I'm you know biased and a misogynist, but just because. I can't honestly say that there's a ton of good acting women out there. Like, okay, here's an example. You don't always talk about Halle Berry. She finally got her Academy Award. What did she get it for? For the getting Jim, Jimmy Joe, yes. Jim, uh, what, what the hell, Billy Bob Thornton. 
Yeah, she got pounded in Monsters Ball. Literally the only scene that I watched. I don't even know what that movie's about, but when I heard that she was getting pounded in it, I fast-forwarded that. I rented the movie from Blockbuster Video. <laughs> I fast-forwarded the scene just so that I could see her get pounded. Whacked off, and then was like, okay, that's... It's good enough. Now I can I can die happy because I whacked off to Halle Berry. Although she did show her boobs in Swordfish. Remember that? Yeah, she was suntanning. But they all do that. It's like I don't know. There, I I can't sit here and tell you that there's these like amazing actresses out there that like have never had to do that because I don't get like I don't know. Like yeah, I've seen a bunch of movies where I go, man, that dude is a good actor, and he probably didn't have to suck a dick to get there. You know, what did I watch the other day that I was like, man, that's fucking acting right there. That is good ass acting. It was something, um, something good. Oh, that Lost City of Z with fucking Charlie Hunnam, hum, 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 that yeah, beefcake from the fucking Sons, Sons of Anarchy. That dude, gentleman, yeah, the gentleman, the gentleman, yeah, gentleman, yeah. And like, I was going, man, this guy's a fucking good actor. That's great acting. You know, I was kind of like blown away. But and like from somebody who is, is like, you know, in the film industry and like has worked in film, like I, I look at actors and I go, man, this person, they their delivery is good or they're able to like embody that character. But with women, I can't. And, and again, this is probably my bias. And there's probably a lot of well, with the amount of our female fans out there that are frowning right now. going, eh, There's fucking good actresses out there. But I'll tell you what. Name. maybe they are maybe they are maybe they got where they are and like really like uh, i don't know like think about the actresses that have won academy awards in the, like who was it renee zellweger got an academy award what the f like what the fuck dude <laughs> renee yeah, she's zellweger. an awful person she's a <laughs> can you do an i wonder if you, i can do an impression of her hold on let me switch <laughs> to that she, she's literally the same pose and face on every cover of her movie. If you watch every cover, if you look at every cover of her, of her movie, it's literally her in the middle making a confused face with two guys on, on one side of her, both on one side. It's either Hugh Grant or some other British dude. She's just awful, though. But yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I, I mean, unless you can argue to me that there's a good, like, actress out there, and I, I'm open to it, obviously. I'm open to hearing arguments of whether or not there's a what good actor Sandra out. Bullock I like Sandra Bullock but let's be honest she probably sucked a dick to get in speed oh, or the net she probably oh, sucked yeah. a dick you know I love Sandra Bullock and you know what I was going to even it's now that you mentioned Sandra Bullock I was even going to say well Melissa McCarthy but she doesn't get good roles she doesn't get good roles which means she's probably not sucking dick and second of all, she's kind of fat, so she's probably not attractive enough to people to go, well, I'll let her suck my dick. They're probably don't going, you think well, like a guy, some producer somewhere is probably like, eh, blowjob's a blowjob. And if it gets, you know, if I can get a BJ, I don't care if it's Melissa McCarthy or, or who. Like, you know what I mean? I have a theory. Yeah, mm, let's get here, Jack. Yeah, absolutely. So, what if they're like, you know, they're, uh, whether you're like a main role or whatever it all depends on your ability to suck dick and how good you are mm. Mm, that's interesting so lead actresses are the ones who give the best blowjobs <laughs> yeah top tier a couple uh, episodes ago when you were talking about the guy that like the chick sent him a letter and was like he said she said he's gonna suck his dick from the back <laughs> <laughs> And he's never heard of that, and he wanted to find out what that was like. And maybe, like, the greatest actress, quote-unquote, that is, like, you know, uh, Academy Award winner, actually really knows how to suck a dick from the back. <laughs> yeah. 
So who is well, let's this? be real. Who let's is be that real. Actress? All those awards are as real as like the WWE. Yeah. Right, right. Well, that's I would right. reckon that the WWE is probably a little bit more real, but the it's I, real. I, yeah, that's bitch. true. Who yeah. is the best actress? Who is like an actress? Let's put everything, all our feelings aside about. I just hit my microphone. Let's put all our feelings aside about women in general and how they're pretty much worthless. And who is the actress that you actually think is a pretty good actress? Like, who would you say is the best? Uh, so it's kind of like digging through a big pile of shit and finding like the best turd, right? That's what I'll I want. Okay. Who is the best okay, turd? I'll, I'll in give that you like a top three. I'll give you a top three of the actresses that I really like. I'm not going to say they're the best, but actresses that I really like and I'd watch them in anything. Um, one is Scarlett Johansson. I oh, fucking yeah. love ScarJo, dude. She's gorgeous. And like, I don't care that she she's not a great actress. She's okay. But I would literally watch her in anything, dude. I would watch a movie about her eating an apple. She's fucking gorgeous. Literally, and, that, and that's why we go to movies is to watch attractive people on screen. It's the whole point of a movie is to have an attractive person on screen so it keeps your eyes on the screen. You're gonna constantly remember we talked about the the butt paradox, the peach butt paradox. Yeah, you yeah. see the girl in yoga pants and you can't stop staring at her butt because your eyes are drawn to it. That's the whole point of an attractive person on screen. So you've got Scar Joe, right? I'd literally watch her in a meeting. I don't I don't care what it is. Like like when I saw um what is it, uh Ghost in the Shell and it was not that good, but it had Scar Joe in a skin tight suit. I was like, Yeah, this is good. I like this movie, I'll buy it. So that's that's my number one, ScarJo. Number two is um, what is her name? What's the lady that played um, Hela on Thor Ragnarok? What's her name? Oh, Ava Green? Is that her? Or Ava uh, something? Ava Braun? No, that's a different lady, right? <laughs> that's the lady that married she, Hitler. She was a nice lady, though. <laughs> Sarah, I want to say it's Charlize Theron, but I don't think that's what no, it is. Now I have. To, that's you're, ta you're talking uh, Hela. Is that the chick? That's not. Thor's sister, is it? Yeah, Thor's sister. Thor yeah, Isn't that the chick from uh, 302? 300 Part 2? Or 300, uh, the sequel to 300? Um, not it's 300, Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett is who it is. That can't be right. Yes, Kate Blanchett. I like Kate Blanchett. I, I'd watch her in anything. She's a great... And, and the reason why I like her so much is because of her character, Hela, because of how she played Hela. She played it perfectly. I loved it. In fact, I, it, which isn't like an Academy Award winning role, obviously, but it's a great character that she played to the T. So I really appreciated that. And then my last one, my last actress, and this is my bias, is Katie Siegel. And it's because of... <laughs> <laughs> it's first of all, it's because of married with children. Because I think, um, what is what do the weebs call it? Waifu. My uh, my waifu is uh, Peggy Bundy. Like for eternity. Like I love Peggy Bundy. I think she would be the perfect wife in general because she's like she's like the best wife. Like watch Married with Children. If you haven't watched Married with Children, then watch it and you'll understand why Peggy Bundy is like the best wife ever. She is like the best wife ever. It's top tier TV. Yeah, definitely. What about you, Jack? Who are your top uh, top choices for women in, in film? Well, well, you know, I'd love to give an answer to that, but Dogbot kind of ruined it all for me, so I'm oh, just yeah. thoroughly convinced they're all trannies. So I'm just going to say whoever is the most convincing. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm looking yeah, for. With that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, as a generalist, whoever's most convincing, or you don't have like a specific person? 
I I am just like so lost now ever since we started going over the trans files that I don't know what to believe anymore. You know, so, I really like too. I forgot to mention as a as a um, what do you call it? An honorable mention, Rosario Dawson. I really I like her. that. She's hot. She's hot, and like she's not like an amazing actress, but she's hot. And like, and when it comes down to it, that's what it will take for me to watch a woman in a movie. Is is she hot? Is she attractive? And I can go. Oh, I can. I can kind of relate. I would bang this girl, or I would hang out with her, or whatever. I would try to bang her at the very least. That's my logic for. I mean, and you could say that's a disgusting, misogynistic thing to say, and you can be upset about it. It's but true. that's my logic. When I watch a movie, I go, "Yeah, this is the kind of chick that I would, uh, I would try to hit. Try to hit that, as they say." Uh, right? Can they we still just get that. the? Can we just get the AT and T girl into a movie so I can just say her? Yeah. Well, we know, we don't even. What's Dogbot's opinion on her? Did he say that she's a dude yet? Well, I well, want to know. So while it's safe, I'm gonna go with her. Okay. I want to know what uh, what your top actresses are, Tom. You ah. didn't get. Ah, you see, I was purposely putting it off till the end. You know, saving the best for last. No, um, I, I just want to make sure that you guys all have a chance to speak before I talk, uh, and then all so right. I can, you know, create my list based off of what you guys yeah, say. Man. So Wayne I would is say Rosario Dawson as a uh, <laughs> no. Kate Kate Blanchett is my number one. Um, no, I would say uh, Zoe Saldana is my favorite. Zoe and, Saldana. Yeah. Is yeah. that uh, is that the one that plays uh, Gamora? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That would be her. Oh yeah, I do like her. I liked her in Star Trek. She's hot, dude. That's a, that is man. And then another Whew. one, I would say Kira. <laughs> I would say Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley is another one of my personal favorites. What is she even in that I've seen? Well, the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Oh, I don't watch those. Oh, I never on. watched any. I saw the first one. I was like, that's enough. Right. I was well, like, I mean, it was like that was playing Hunter S. Thompson in all those movies. That's all it was. She was. Uh, she was actually also um, in all the Star Wars movies. I know you got you got into those. The the original trilogy. She was actually. I think it was just the Phantom Menace. She played. Oh, was uh, she Padme? Oh, Natalie Portman, dude. Natalie was... Portman a good actress and it's yeah, funny that's... that that reminded you because she plays padme's double right like oh she, really she plays queen I'm literally joking. as like <laughs> yeah it's um, trying to be funny no yeah it's 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 a real thing she was actually uh natalie portman's double natalie in the portman. movie so not not like her actual double like she portrayed natalie portman she portrayed the same character that natalie portman did uh, yeah, yeah, I've seen it. You know, Pretty sure everybody's seen it. Uh, and seen then it. also Charlize Theron. I think that she's pretty Yeah, Char Charlize Theron, she did that movie Monster where she oh, gets banged yeah. by the... Yeah, that, well, that yeah but that's, the a good, that's a good example of her acting. And, uh, I mean, she normally goes for these, like, super hot roles where you're like, wow, what a beautiful woman uh, yeah. portraying a very classy lady. And then all of a sudden, the next one, she's like, I'll suck your dick for a fucking beer. Yeah. You know, like, that was that her movie? character. She was in that movie Atomic Blonde. Did you watch that? I Atomic did not watch Blonde. It yet. I have it. Yeah, I haven't watched it either. It. She looks hot in it. I I don't know. I I can't. And here's the thing. And I think we talked about this before. Is it's hard for me. Like you know, we talk about the suspension of disbelief. Like that's the whole concept behind movies. Is like you can sit in the movie and go, I believe this, right? And you kind of lose yourself, right? You get immersed, and so you don't go. You don't stop all of a sudden and go. Come on, that wouldn't happen. You know, people watch John McClane and Die Hard movies, and they go, "Come on, dude, really? He's jumping from a Harrier jet on top I of mean, a building." I believe like, that's Yeah, I no, I do too. Documentary. <laughs> yeah, John McClane. 
like, yeah, it was a document. So like, like, but my problem right now with like chick uh, hero heroine movies where they're like badass is the suspension of disbelief. I can't watch it and go. Well, this is this is this is like that movie Anna. Remember the little skinny Russian chick is like beating up all these beefcake Russians, and I'm like, come on, dude, these guys they could like fl- slap her and she'd fucking explode. You know what I mean? Plus like, X- to doubt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the <laughs> I wish I had him too. Uh, I need to use those for. I need to have like more examples of shit that I can pop up, like memes and stuff. Uh, in the chat, Mike in Manitoba said the underworld chick is very doable, and I think he's referring to oh, Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, right? Beckinsale. Yeah, she's, she's. I'd wax that ass too. Yeah. But I don't know if she's a good actress. Is she? I've no, never seen her in anything other than. Well, she was. Um, whatever. Catwoman was. Does she it Cat- matter? <laughs> well, that's what I was going for. I was looking for women who uh are actually pretty decent actresses that's uh, yeah you know granted I, okay i'm gonna say natalie portman she's a decent actress and if you haven't if you don't agree with me then there's a couple movies you need to watch one of them is um garden state which is directed and written by Bra- zach braff which is surprisingly good it's a surprisingly good movie if you haven't watched it um kind of old school it's it's a good one though you'll get to watch it with your wife or your girlfriend man she'll she'll love you for it i took a chick on a date like first night like ever met this girl took her to see that movie in the theaters got to go home and have that old one night stand totally worth it definitely watch that one and then the other one is the black swan if you haven't oh, seen yeah, that where she bangs swan. meg from yeah uh, she bangs me like Tunis. yeah and then um what was the other one that she's in oh and then she was also in this movie called high night with danny mcbride which is actually really <laughs> funny it's really funny. It's not a great acting, but it's really funny. And if you look at those three movies, you'll see the versatility in her acting. So yeah, Natalie Portman is, and she's um, she's like fucking went to Harvard. I want to say yeah, she did. She she's dropped like out a, of acting for a little bit so that she could go to Harvard. Yeah, so she's she's legit. I'll have to I I have to retract my statement because she's actually one of the few actresses that I can say yeah she's she's pretty good at acting. I, I don't see. know. She makes me. I was going to say, she makes me want to turn my bloodline into a German railway line. Oh, you know what? And Buzz Busby added, too. Um, he said, who was the blonde chick from Joe Dirt? She could get it. And he's referring uh-huh. to Jamie Presley, right? Is No, Jamie Presley was in that. She was the sister, remember? The, but the actual chick that was like Kid Rock was like, you know, remember? Oh, the one yeah. that Joe Dirt was okay. Was like, oh, yeah. Presley's great. I do. She's great. She's hot. She would have made a good... Um, Harley Quinn, I think. That's who I would have cast at Harley. That's right. Margot <laughs> yeah, Robbie, speaking of hot, hot actresses, Margot Robbie, let's yeah. not forget about her. Yeah, she's pretty good, she's too. Pretty I think what Buzz is talking about, uh, Brittany Daniel? Maybe. Is it pretty? I, I remember she had short hair. I don't know. I, I I haven't seen Joe Dirt in a long Joe Dierte in a long time. <laughs> don't try churching up dirt. <laughs> <laughs> what does he say? Yeah, I get it. You want to see homos naked? <laughs> I got Homo, why don't you speak into the microphone? I got a backup mic right here. <laughs> <laughs> go, go practice spitting out teeth. I'll be there in a minute. The uh, <laughs> that movie, my, one of my favorite lines in that movie actually comes from Kid Rock when uh, Kid Rock he pulls up in his uh, in his old Camaro, right? Or is yeah, I think it's what it was. He pulls up mm-hmm. in it and kicks all the dirt all over Joe Dirt and or all the gravel over him, and Joe Dirt's like blocking it with the auto trader. And then he gets out and he's like, oh, I didn't get any on you, did I, Dirt? And he goes, nah, Robbie, I'm cool. And Kid Rock goes, no, you're not. 
<laughs> that's my favorite insult ever. Like it's supposed to say, man, I'm cool. Nope, not true. So uh, yeah, that's yeah, classic. Buzz doesn't even he doesn't know the name of the chick. So moving on, uh, Jack, I know you wanted to talk, and we're at the hour mark. We're a little over an hour, so I had I know we had one other topic we wanted to talk about. We've ripped on women, I think, hard enough for this episode. Yeah. Um, we can move on to no the such other thing. the other important thing that we needed to talk about today. Uh, and we were gonna we were gonna have a couple things lined up that were paranormal related, but with our discussions on Air Zoons and um, what was the other one you had me at shall not be infringed, uh, these t- those types of episodes, there was something that happened last night that I know Jack you wanted to talk about, and while you kind of give a preface, I'm gonna add some of the pictures to uh, to the to the show so that we can show them. But if you want to give kind of like. I don't know if you have it pulled up right now or like a news article about it. Uh, if you want to read and kind of tell the story for anybody who may not be aware of what happened last night in Kenosha. Yes. So uh, I don't have it pulled up right now. I, I'm blanking on his name, but long story short, there was a, he did nothing wrong. A 17 year old boy. And uh, he was there as from, I don't know it, the media obviously you can't believe anything they say because it goes from he was a uh, boogaloo boy defending blm and all them but like then they attacked him to yeah he was a white supremacist and uh he shot three protesters killed two and pretty much almost took off uh one guy's arm yeah that um, was a pretty awesome shot too yeah i mean it, it's like um in uh, Starship Troopers, if you disable his hand, <laughs> I was actually going to. Um, that was one of the memes I saw earlier today, and I was going to add it to this list here or of the things or whatever. Let me put a picture on them. But if you want to keep talking about them, what are some of the controversies surrounding it? Like, what are some of the theories that are going around? So, for the theories, pretty much, um, there's been video releases of before the shooting with him talking about how the he was pretty much like cooperating with the police like the police from the sounds of it the police um they couldn't really do shit about the protests just like everywhere else in the country well if you want to call them protests they were actually riots but so he went in did god's work you know trying <laughs> to defend a business and um what did the guy say exactly but it was pretty much like you fuck around and you find out yeah. and that dude found out <laughs> i love that expression fuck around find out and then and then yeah. whenever somebody gets shot or whatever they say well did he fuck around yep did he find <laughs> out sure did <laughs> yeah and it's like these these uh rioters attacked him with a fucking skateboard mind you this guy has a loaded ar15 like that, that's either ballsy or retarded, but I'm leaning more towards the latter. The, um, yeah, and let me pull up the picture of actually when, can you see my screen there, Jack? I want to make sure that you can see it, what's going on there. Um, this is where he was actually knocked down by the protesters who were, who were chasing him. And he's kind of in a defensive position here at this point. Um, Uh, but yeah, he's. You can see him down on the on the left side of the screen here. You can see him down on the ground. So one of the guys had shoved him and hit him with a skateboard, right? And at this point, he's trying to protect himself. And 
He's got this gun, and they know he's got a gun, right? Because he had shot another guy who slugged him in a different parking lot. And now he's running away. They chase him down, knock him over. And now he starts putting rounds down range on these guys. Takes it, takes out that guy, right, that's coming up on him. And then I believe, I don't know if you can see him in this picture, but another guy charges up on him and has got him still kind of down on the ground. And he pulls the trigger and ends up shooting the guy in the arm, and you can see it right here. Turned made quick work of his arm. Is right? that a Wu Tang shirt? He's wearing a Wu Tang shirt. How dare he? Yeah, it's probably some kind of knockoff that says that ends up saying like Black Lives or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like how they're doing all these cheap little uh, uh, knockoff shirts or whatever. To well, Wu Tang is the black. Mm. I guess they ain't f nothing to fuck with. Just like that <laughs> AR-15. Yeah, and that kid, like I'm telling you, he put one in the guy's belly, on one guy's belly, right? Um, and then he put another one in a guy's chest, and then he put another one in the guy's arm. So, like, everyone that he shot at, he he landed around, right? So that's pretty impressive. And and the thing mm -hmm. about this kid, I don't know if you, if you knew this, he's like 17 years old, right? And he's not even from Kenosha. Now, the thing that needs to be known about Kenosha is um it's right on the border of wisconsin it's south of milwaukee and milwaukee is largely a it's a black city you know it's predominantly black and kenosha so all these little um it's almost like a suburb of milwaukee and so this dude came across the border of illinois and uh, just messing around in Kenosha and shooting at and part of this militia or whatever and I'm not entirely sure all the stories about um, like what he was doing like was he part of the militia who was protecting businesses was he one that was just out hunting uh, Antifa and Black Lives Matter and all that but hold on I'm pulling it up here <laughs> you beat me too <laughs> Sorry, I thought you just like pulled that up randomly on accident. <laughs> no, I was putting I was pulling them all off of Discord so that I could share them here. Um, <laughs> this is actually, and this is the best part about uh, modern situations like this yeah. is the meme me. makers get right to work, and I mean they made this, <laughs> this <laughs> immediately. And you can see he's got he's even got the paramedic hat on. He's got the the satanic uh band or mask or whatever i guess i thought it was a bandana when i saw it in the actual picture but he's got like the satanic um <laughs> pentagram he's got the gun in hand and everything like this this dude knew what he was doing when he made this meme and i applaud him i don't know who it is none of these memes i didn't make any of these memes so i can't take credit for it <laughs> so um, funny, dude. it's perfect i got more yeah but they, stand by. they make it they make it out to be like, oh, he shot these unarmed protesters. It's like, no, he shot a rioter with a pistol in his hand. Yeah. So, like, who cares? While they were attacking him. Yeah. I told, like, like, I told my wife, I said, don't go on the battlefield if you're not ready to get shot. And certainly don't show up when you've got a gun yourself and not expect yeah. to get shot. This is what happened when the president was made aware of the situation in Kenosha. I don't know if you can see that there. <laughs> He's monitoring it very closely. <laughs> He's, he's looking at memes, too, the same as we are. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I got more here. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, turns out the whole thing was actually a big uh, 
misunderstanding from you know that program uh impractical jokers right oh, it yeah. was actually a prank from that show and i've got it right here it was fucking sal i knew it <laughs> okay now try to take his rifle <laughs> that's <laughs> And that's, you know, and that's another did. thing. As soon as somebody goes to reach for your rifle, it's already too late at that point, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. They would have already been down if it were me. You know, if it were me, you know, like I'm in that situation or whatever. Um, but the uh, the thing about it is anybody in that situation should be, at that point, ready to take a life. Like, once you go for somebody's gun, then it's too late for you. Here's a skater boy uh, when he got hit. V, I don't know if you can see that there. It's the new Tony Hawk game. Uh, and then nice. I got one more for you. This is the one that Jack mentioned already, but I'm going to go ahead and put it on, on for display here. Um, from one of my favorite films, my favorite documentaries, uh, Starship Troopers. Remember when they were in basic training? And uh, this, this kid obviously took his training very seriously. If you, if you, <laughs> the enemy cannot push a button if you disable his hand. Remember old Teethy, Teethy Busey? He was like, mm -hmm. but sir, why, why can't we just hit him with a nuke? <laughs> you put your hand on that wall. Friggin' Mr. Krabs. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the gist of what, what's going on there. Jack, what do you, V, what do you think of all that? Let's start with V. Uh, man, I, I, you know my stance on the riots, dude. I think, my, in fact, here's an interesting thing my dad and I were ranting about. It's funny whenever, like, my dad says something to me and then I'll go on a tirade, like, well, you know what needs to happen is blah, 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 blah. And then Tom says this, and I think I agree with Tom on that. So blah, 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 blah. And then I'll go on. And then my dad's like, whoa, take it down. And I <laughs> take it down. <laughs> but I mean, on the riots, in, in terms of the riots, it shocks me that it's still going on. And like, the bottom line is, is it's still going on in democratic states that's all there is to it they're just letting it happen like what did that dumb fucking mayor or the yeah the mayor in seattle the bitch she was like oh it's just like a festival like yeah, bitch, yeah, you yeah. had these, these people took over an area of your town and finally you had to do something about it because there were fucking crime happening there was crime happening big time people were getting murdered in there and so like like it's funny my dad was talking about it today and he's like you know it's crazy and blah 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 and i go what he goes this is what he said he goes how is there not a batman now <laughs> <laughs> if there is ever a time that we need a batman it's right now like this is like batman needs to show and you know all in the wake of watching the new batman trailer his, his favorite scene is the same scene that you like where batman beats the crap out of that dude oh yeah where he goes he goes, what are you supposed to be? And then he I'm beats vengeance. the crap out of it. <laughs> yeah, and my dad, he goes, that was great, man. I love that scene. I go, yeah, it's going to be a good movie or whatever. But he's all, that's what needs to happen right now to these rioters. Like, that's what it is. And I, I'm inclined to agree with him because, you know, it's crazy out there. And, and like, uh, obviously, like, uh, what's funny about that is I live in this, like, middle upper class area now so i don't have to worry about any of that crap like there's no <laughs> yes. there's no fucking rioting going on over here there's literally nobody will shake the boat over here because everybody loves it in fact i have cops regularly patrolling my area and it's like quiet as a fucking bee mouse over here so i don't ever have to worry about that and so i guess it kind of goes back to what we talked about when we originally talked about um what was the you had me antifa episode yeah where we talked about like yeah at what point do we do we have to say like the the line in the sand has been crossed and you know it's 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 crazy because you go well 
is it is it already too late when they've gotten to your door door or to your house i mean that means that like something should have been done before so at what point do you go this is this shouldn't be happening you know and i like again like i commend the dude you know and for for first of all popping a cap at these fucking retards because that's what they get you know what i mean like you're you're out there writing if you're like first of all if you're in your intention is to do violence upon somebody else then you should expect that at some point you're gonna have what's this old adage right the old adage live by the sword die by the fucking sword right. and well, I, don't know the, I don't know that the f word is in there but well that, you know what sun tzu actually said that in that yeah. exact terminology that's what you spoke in broken english live by the sword yeah. die by the fucking sword yeah, fucking <laughs> but you know it's, it's funny because you you know all that stuff like i shake my head and i go these fucking assholes they're there it is it shocks me that it's still going on part of me is like and i and like my theory that my theory and i was telling my dad this today i said you know my theory is that it's all gonna end in november and it's not just because like the you know the election and all this crap but like here's what my theory is is like when trump gets reelected in november <laughs> this is his, his, his last term which means yeah. he won't get to do another term which means He's going to be able to do really everything that he's wanted to do and he's been holding off to do without anybody saying anything. Because it's just like, you know, what most presidents do on their second term. That's when they start like pardoning people and start doing all these things that people can get pissed about, but they can't say shit about because he's the motherfucking president. And that means that you you can say, oh, well, I'm not going to elect him next year. Well, good, because he's not going to be able he's to run. He's not up for election, so <laughs> he's not up for election. totally believe you in that. Let me say yeah, this, V. I want to I want to add to what you said just now. You were talking Please. about how your dad was talking about good. That's what needed to happen. They needed to start popping yeah, yeah. some caps and all that. And that's what they yeah. need is like a Batman to come in and just beat the ever living shit out of them and uh, yeah, yeah. turn them into turn them into like uh, ground beef. And and that's what they needed. And and the way I see it, and this is what I was talking to my wife about earlier today because she knows I'm big and I'm I'm like at that point where I'm like, am I not in so many words, but like, am I supposed to be the Batman? Am I supposed right, to get involved? Right. Am I supposed yeah. to go and, and and put these people to the freaking put their feet to the fire? Um, the uh, and I start thinking about it, and I'm like, what if? Like you see these videos, right? And you see the people, and you see how quick these internet sleuths are to be like, you can see right there he fired the gun. But like if you watch yeah. it, and if you've ever fired a gun, you know that's not what happened or whatever. And like I wonder, like how far away are we? First of all, to from having somebody show up with a sniper rifle on a tower you know what i mean and not necessarily like a high powered like 308 or a 6.5 creedmoor or heaven forbid i mean it would be awesome it was a 50 cal but uh if yeah. they just show up oh, God, with like, yes. you know just like a 22 right a 22 long rifle or you know something small but far enough away that they can get in their good shot and they see some protesters kind of getting a little crazy and all of a sudden just pops one and hits them and then just chaos right and then on top of that you can just walk away because nobody's filming the distance like where yeah. you're at in the window or on top of a sky on top of a building or whatever nobody's filming that they're filming the people on the ground right technically a 22 lr is like the deadliest round and not to mention it just sounds like a bb gun so like yeah. You, oh, you yeah. got the sound discipline, and plus, like, if that enters your body, it is going to bounce around everywhere, oh, sure. and there is no exit wound. 
Yeah. Same thing with the two two three, right? Like the five five six rounds and shit like that. They they enter you and then they'll they'll enter you here and they'll come out your lower back or something. So like you end up with all sorts of crazy wounds and if you hit somebody in the head, they're they're done for pretty much regardless of the round. So I mean if you get somebody who's a crack shot on a small on a on a long range rifle or whatever with a a round that people aren't going to be suspicious of like how do how is there a hole this friggin big in the back of his head when dudes only had like you know nine mils or whatever on the ground or even the five five six friggin uh ars that they got running around down there uh but but that's my big thing when when you said that's what needed to happen right uh, somebody brought this up not too long ago, or earlier today, as a matter of fact. They said, good, now that people know that they can die while they're rioting, that's right. going to discourage <laughs> rioting, right? And so yeah. I think of it like, again, I'm going to mention 300, right? The whole goal that Leonidas achieved in bringing his 300 there was proving that a god king could bleed. And that's exactly yeah. what he did when he hurled that spear and was actually able to just slice he didn't even do any real damage just sliced his cheek open and all of a sudden everyone was like oh wait a minute you know uh what the what's his friggin name the persian king i forget or xerxes uh they're like xerxes. oh xerxes can he's not a god you know he's just a man you know and so now that we've made the god king bleed right we've killed a couple of them people are gonna be like wait a minute like i thought we were untouchable i thought we were safe when we do this stuff it's going to discourage it in a big way. And if it doesn't, hopefully it also emboldens some of the... Remember when I was talking about the shot heard around the world? I think we heard it just now with this yeah. kid, right? This 17-year-old kid who made us all look like a bunch of lazy, like like assholes, right? He made us look like a bunch of lazy. <laughs> And some 17-year-old kid, we're like these veterans, and we're all like, yeah, what point do we blah, 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 blah. And then some kid pops a cap and a couple of rioters' asses, and we're like, well, damn. Zoomer <laughs> gang, rise up. Yeah, that's the, the funny thing about that is these Zoomer kids, man, they're like way more – like I thought – with the generation gap, right, you know, you've got the boomers, and they're just, like, all talk, right? And they're like, oh, well, you know, I did my part in fucking Vietnam. <laughs> you know, like, and half of them didn't, yeah, and most yeah. of them didn't even go. You know, like, the real Vietnam vets, those guys are the shit. But then you've got, like, the dudes who yeah. just kind of lived in that era, and then they just, they want to talk shit about it, but then they don't want to do anything, right? So that's the generally yeah. the attitude of the boomer generation. And then you've got, right. you know, Generation X, right? And they're just like whatever man you know they're like um they're the fallout and the byproduct of uh uh the 60s right the love uh, you know the love and free love and all that shit and they're very like relaxed and chilled and then you've got millennials and there's a huge dichotomy between this type of millennial and that type of millennial and you you would think that the millennials would be the ones to step up no and as we're seeing now it's the generation z kids obviously because this kid 17 yeah. years old travels yeah. across state lines and mows a couple of these protests or these rioters down so i mean like these generation z kids they've always been like from the internet right they're the ones who were calling everybody out and were talking all sorts of shit they started the okay boomer stuff i mean these are the kids who like they seem pretty on the ball and i hate to say that about teenagers to, you know i have to say that i'm glad that you um you have to correct yourself when referring to them as, as protesters because at this point they're not protesting anything 
Like really, like really, how long has it gone? Nothing has achieved by your protest. You're not doing anything. In fact, I saw something recently where this lady was talking about how rioting and looting is like part of reparations. Yeah. And I'm like, give me a fucking break, dude. Like you're just fuck. You're just trying to justify your stealing. That's all it is. Like that's fucking retarded. <laughs> and so when you have these these people out there that are doing that kind of stuff and they're and they're going oh it's protest and what's worse is like that cunt aoc and and pardon my french but it's necessary in this case uh when when referring to aoc and ilan omar those cunts like dude like those people they're going peaceful protests like what the like my ass those are not peaceful are protests. Are you watching dude. the same news that I am? Like, yeah. are you seeing the when same you live burn news? Down a building, yeah, when you burn down a building and, like, endanger the lives of, of, like, people that, like, are in their business and, like, all that, like, that's not peaceful at all. Peaceful is standing out in front of a, a place holding a picket sign going, yeah, that, that's a peaceful protest. But, you like, know my what's doing, You know what's going to piss my, those guys off, protesters in general? is if you want to talk about the difference between peaceful protesting that is effective and i'm not and you can look back to the civil disobedience of you know the civil rights era right with martin luther king jr and that was great that it got it achieved what it needed to do and there was like precious little violence you know it mostly came from uh radical extremist right or radical extremist groups and um but then you've got like look at it this way if you cannot achieve your goals without pushing violence or at least gain the notoriety you need to enact change through discourse, your cause is literally, it becomes terrorism, right? And yeah. the yeah, good right. protesters, and I'll tell you what, not many people fit into this mold. The good protesters, I think of Westboro Baptist Church. Those guys. Oh, yeah. That's Everybody funny. hates them, right? You know, God <laughs> yeah, hates yeah. fags, dead soldiers. Thank God for dead soldiers. Shit that yeah. would just make you furious when you saw it. But, you know, we up, we, we swore an oath to uphold the right. Constitution, right? And so we were like, I hate those fucking guys. They say things that make me so mad all the time. But I respect the hell out of them for standing on this corner, on, like right outside a base, on the eve of a funeral for a soldier... Yeah. With signs that say "Thank God for dead soldiers" and "God hates fags and fag enablers" and stuff right. like that, like those guys, while I entirely disagree with their message, their their tactics and how they achieved their notoriety was phenomenal. All they did was hold signs that had very controversial things on them, and they became national. They became nationally hated for their their message right but mm-hmm. it got them in front of people and it got these messages and it, it created this new attitude of like are we the bad guys with this iraq situation are we the bad guys in the middle east you know and it started that dialogue and they never hurt anybody physically right um they were very peaceful protesters now these guys their first act was not like, hey, let's go hold up signs or whatever. Their first act, the evening after George Floyd, right? The evening after this gentleman up in Sheboygan or whatever, who's also a child rapist, by the way. Uh, mm-hmm. The evening after this, ha- these things happened, they were out in the streets burning down buildings. <laughs> like, you know, like this is not how you peace. Th- that is not the definition of peaceful protesting. I don't care how hard you want to change. That's not the definition of peaceful, period. At all. That's a, no. that's Savagery. That's all it is. It's savagery. All right. I mean, should we give that. the dictionary definition of terrorism for the uh, please, listeners? Please do, Jack. 
Yeah. The gotta... unlawful use of violence and intimidation, especially against civilians, in the pursuit of political aims. So, yeah. it's the which is why Antifa is the... a terrorist group. Right. <laughs> yeah, and it's like all these uh, riots for George Floyd. Like, have have any of you seen the toxicology report on George Floyd? I and bet they you said haven't. he was. Well, the first one said they were waiting, and then I think the second one said it was clear. And then another one said that he was on all sorts of shift tell me hang on the the incarcerated for a ton of drugs constantly it doesn't wouldn't surprise me at all that he's got drugs in his system i'm and gonna drop it in the chat no just read it read it jack yeah. you're here you're here on the all show right. and you're a you're a guest please talk well, uh, yeah. yeah so there was thc wow shocker methamphetamine fentanyl uh what was fentanyl? the other one isn't that bath yeah. salts no that is like the it's fake heroin shit that's been killing uh. people so yeah. this dude did a, like a super upper and a super downer like that's and the Steve amount Paul. of yeah and the amount of fentanyl in itself is like enough to make him od and yeah. the thing about if you fentanyl, saw the body cam footage um he was saying i can't breathe as he was like getting out of the car <laughs> yeah and that's what was so funny to me was like i saw you see the video right the original one where he's like the dude's got his knee on his neck and he's like i can't breathe i can't breathe i can't breathe constantly mama help me mama i can't breathe but and and you know it's bullshit because if you can talk you can breathe and i'm yeah, not like right. a doctor or whatever but i know that for a fact but anyways you're yeah, like you have still, to be an idiot not to know that. still you're like I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Okay, that's pretty terrible. For eight minutes, he sat there with his knee on his neck, and the dude's like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And you're like, okay, like maybe the officer should have eased off. I get it. And like, I get your frustration. But then you watch the whole video, which leaked. It wasn't even released. It was, it was leaked by not. a journalist. And the whole video for like 45 minutes, I think it was, while the whole arrest is going on, the entire time he's yelling, I can't breathe. When when they're putting handcuffs on him, when he's standing straight up, when he's sitting there in his car and they're trying to pull him out of the car, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. He's getting put into the squad car carefully, gently. I can't breathe, I can't breathe. He gets pulled out. I can't breathe, I can't breathe. The whole time. So that whole I can't breathe narrative is gone as far as I'm concerned. Him yelling, mama, help me, when they're taking him out of his car and putting handcuffs on him, that mama help me stuff is gone too and then now that uh, jack like you you read the toxicology report he's had drugs in him like everything goes out the window all the stuff that you may have been somewhat sympathetic to the guy for like maybe the officer was a little heavy-handed like you kind of want to give the benefit of the doubt never not once you know i think you know what you know i think that the cops should have just like i and again i'm a huge advocate of like police brutality I, I was stationed in germany man like the polizei you don't fuck with them because they will beat your fucking ass and cops should be allowed to do that i like if you're breaking the law and we always go about talk about this like the problem with society is where what do we say where there are too many laws that aren't being enforced and there are too many people that are blase blah about them they go oh, i'm not gonna get arrested guy could do whatever the fuck i want and then the law comes around and they're all shocked that they're in trouble like bitchy see, see the <laughs> cops should have I disagree with like everyone else like yeah the cop should have like not kneeled on his neck you want to know why not for what everyone else thinks but like if he didn't do that it would have objectively been true without like any reason beyond a doubt that this this dude just overdosed right yeah it kind of hurt him the fact that he he did something which was allowed it was in the textbook you're allowed to do that 
Uh, and that's the other funny thing, too, about this new shooting in Sheboygan, right? My only regret about this shooting in Sheboygan is that they didn't kill him with seven shots. So when people when people are like, oh, police need more training. Yeah, they do. They need more range time. Because if you can't kill yeah. a guy at point blank range when you've got him pinned down in their car, like, you need to go to the range, buddy. Well, a 17-year-old has a better KD than you. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> And and the thing is too, I saw a post. Uh, one, I won't say who it was, but it was somebody whose opinion I value greatly. So I didn't reply to it. Uh, they um, they said that they posted a thing from TMZ, which is like obviously the most objective, most uh, useful source for information in the news or whatever. But what they said was they were they were talking about how this dude right that in Sheboygan got shot seven times. And then they're talking about this other dude, this kid, right? The 17-year-old who shot three people, killed two people or whatever, and wounded the other one pretty good. Like, he's going to be a left hand. He's going to have to switch to left-handing or being left-handed from now on. Hopefully he can intubate with his left hand. Otherwise, he's going to have to hang up his paramedic hat. The uh, But anyways, he this dude shot three people, and when the cops showed up and this whole not, this craziness was going on, he put his hands up, right? He's threw his hands up immediately, took his hands off his gun, and sat there on the ground, like, kneeled on the ground, had his hands up. Wasn't anywhere near his gun and was complying without even being asked to comply, right? He just kneeled down and he put his hands up. And the cops breezed right by, because they were like, oh, well, this isn't what we're looking for. You know, everyone here is complying. Everybody in the crowd is yelling, because they're trying to yell, he's the shooter, get him, you know? But everybody's yelling over each other, and they're kind of, like, so mm -hmm. disorganized. But this dude, he's the only one who's, like, puts his hands up immediately. And they're like, and he gets off scot-free, you know, and he, he's able to leave the scene and all this and that, and the other cops don't even arrest him. And then you're like, well, they're like, how come this other guy got shot seven times? And I'm like, well, I want you to read that again. Okay, uh, because one guy kneeled and put his hands up immediately without even being asked. He saw the police, respected the fact that they were going to tell him to do that, and he made himself so he was no longer a threat. The other guy fucking walks around the car, gets into his car, starts digging around in the who knows what, and this guy's already got a criminal record. The police were responding to a domestic situation. He's While the guns were already drawn. Yeah, and I mean, he's being told. He's already been tased, too, at this point, I believe, and it didn't work. Yes. And the dude just walks around his car totally ignoring two cops who have guns on him. So, why did he get shot and the other guy not get shot? Well, let me refer you back to Dylan Roof. Total scumbag. Killed a bunch of people in a church while they were worshipping. Unacceptable by every possible, like, any argument that you may have. Uh... He, it was totally unacceptable. What happened when the police showed up? He put his hands up, kneeled down, and complied entirely with the police, right? So what happens when some any of these other situations where perhaps the person is of a different color? They never listen. And that is why they get shot. And I can't mm -hmm. stress that enough. Like, every time people say, how come Dylan... Dylan White got, or I think his name is Dylan White. How come Dylan got off? How come the shooter at uh, Sandy Hook, uh, or not Sandy Hook, uh, uh, what, what the hell, Parkland, how come he got off? How come all these other guys got off? Because they complied. A police officer cannot shoot you without, when you've, once you've got your hands up and you no longer have your gun in hand, if you're not making any movements, they can't shoot you because all that stuff gets filmed, especially now. 
that everybody's got a camera trained on you. If you shoot well, what somebody about who that, has a um, hand up, what about that? Done. Remember that old, um, that old, uh, and I think it's been on the internet lately. Is that Chris Rock video where he talks about <laughs> how not to get like brutally beat up mm-hmm. by cops? <laughs> it's like, yeah. And really, it's just a thing about like how you should comply. Yeah. With police. Literally, like, just act like a normal white person. It's so. It's so. Well, it's not even that. It's just comply. Literally, just comply. <laughs> and like that. That's the funniest thing about it is that that was made in like the nineties. And it's so fucking relevant right now. It's so relevant right now because what do you think you're getting like brutalized? Like that's the whole thing. They they go, oh, George Floyd this and George Floyd that. Well, the dude was not complying with police. He's a fucking criminal, right? Which already, who gives a shit if he's alive or not? Really, who gives a shit? The guy is not, he's worthless to society. Criminals are not good for society. So why are you crying about a fucking criminal? He pointed a gun at a pregnant woman's belly. Yeah, exactly. What? Yeah, that's a line that, like, once somebody does that, there's no redemption for that person in my eyes. Like, I don't care. He yeah. never apologized to me. He never asked for forgiveness to anyone as far as I'm concerned. I don't think yeah. that he actually, like, ever felt any remorse for that action. I can forgive somebody who asks for forgiveness. Not necessarily just to me, though I'd like it. Mm-hmm. I'd like it to be a generalized kind of, like, open blanket statement like, hey... I know a lot of you guys hate me. I made a really stupid decision, and all I can ask is that you forgive me, and and I hope right. that one day I can I can make this right, and in some way, shape, or form. If they make a genuine plea like that, I'm okay with forgiving. I can forgive that person, and I think we've talked about this before. If somebody did something really horrible to somebody in my family, I, boy, I would be furious. And if it was too late, where I couldn't get involved, like in the heat of the moment. And they came to me later and apologized. I would have and and asked for my forgiveness. I would have no choice but to yeah. forgive them. It's um, hard not to. We talked about this. Yeah. It's hard not to. Remember, we talked about like if you had a pedophile like apologize yeah. to you, <laughs> like you'd probably be angry and it'd be hard. But like if they came clean and was like sincere, it's hard not to. Like I mean, I'm the type of guy anybody apologize. I mean. I've never had a pedophile apologize right, to me, right. and I've never had to deal with that. But I mean, anybody that apologizes to me, I usually go, ah, you know, forget about it. And I look, yeah. it's like it's almost like one of those things where it's like you don't want to deal with the sentiment. You're like, ah, yeah, I get it. You know, it was no big deal. Don't sweat it. Like, you know, we all anything. Make mistakes. Yeah. And yeah, okay. granted, your mistake is a little bit bigger than like, oh, I smudged your shoe or whatever. But like, I get it. And if you genuinely would like. If, if it means that much to you that I forgive you, then yeah, of course I'm going to forgive you because fucking, you know, we all make mistakes and, and I get right. maybe like you were in a bad place at the time, but you never hear that from these people, right? You yeah. never hear like, yeah, you know, like this, this dude in Sheboygan who now has to roll around in a wheelchair because his ass couldn't <laughs> listen. Uh, like he, if he comes out of his coma or whatever, but well, like, he's not going to diddle more children. Yeah, he's not going to fuck any more kids because he can't. Yeah, right? You know, uh, but like that sort of person, you never hear that. George Floyd, I never like he went to jail, and the problem with a lot of these people is pride. If they let pride get in their way, and they're yeah, like, right. if I apologize, then they're kind of making me their bitch. No, yeah, like right. it's okay to feel remorse for I've done some horrible things in my life, and you bet your ass I've I've asked forgiveness and and asked right. and apologized for for a lot of the things that I've done, uh, just because like it's the right thing to do. And certainly, I would hope in in order for somebody to forgive me, I would assume I would have to genuinely. Uh, 
be apologetic about it. But these people aren't. They're like, yeah, I put a gun to that girl's belly, like when she was eight months pregnant or whatever, while I was robbing her house, dressed up as a cleaning company or whatever. You know, like, and that's what they do. It's like a, it's, and it's, I think largely it has a lot to do with the, the image of being a, a gangster, right? You know, you right. hear about it in rap music and it's cool and it's glorified in rap music. And so they're like, yeah, this is what, you know, this is what the cool guys are doing or whatever. So if mm. I apologize for doing something that's cool, then that makes me a fucking nerd or like weak. It makes me a coward or whatever. So, and it's the same thing with police. Like white people, yeah. we're like, hey, we're quick to be like, pride be damned because I'll, I'll put my face in the dirt if I have to, if it means I can deal with this in court, right? But typically and i'm not saying all the time but typically in these instances of like black people and their engagements with police officers they don't comply because and it seems like it's out of pride like they don't want their homies to see them giving up to the white man or whatever yeah. to the yeah, it's a badge of honor for them to get arrested honestly right. yeah, that's right you know it's funny uh, you mentioned about um you, you were talking about like the whole culture essentially and like it's something that I, I was talking about today is that um, it's interesting that people complain about like racism right now and like it's such a huge thing like racism that and racism this and like you know with all the what do you call it the climate right with the climate right now that's like the big thing is racism and racism and it's, is racism ever going to end and this is not, and I, I think the problem with that is and that again this is um this is my opinion, but I think that it's, it's based in like some, some, some intellectual. Like, there's a little bit of smart. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm like a genius or anything, but like, this is my logic behind it. Is that there's the problem with racism is that people continue to perpetuate stereotypes. That's all there is to it. Racism's always gonna exist as long as your culture continues to perpetuate the stereotypes and not the good ones, mind you. Like there are good stereotypes about people, you know, Asians are smart, they know they're good at math. That's a good stereotype. There's it some people might get offended by that. They might go, Well, I'm not good at math and that offends me. Well then you're fucking dumb then. Like you're dumb because what? That's, Blacks are good a, at math too because they managed to do like thirteen and also do fifty. Yeah, yeah, good one, <laughs> good one. Good hold, one. On, hold on, I got something for that. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I put no, it together what? because uh, Mike actually sent me the picture. He texted me while we were talking about it. He texted me the picture. He's like, "Sorry, I don't have the sound wave," but I was able what to. I found it on my on my hard drive. So. Um, yeah, no, I totally agree. And and we got here in the chat. It actually says Mike in Manitoba. Speaking of, speak of the devil, he said fatherless families have a lot to do with or play a big role that's in right. today's society. Yeah, I agree. And um, that's something mm -hmm. that we've talked about too before. Is of the the mass shooters with the highest body counts, the one thing that like twenty nine out of thirty of them had in common was they come from fatherless homes. And, yeah, and on SSRIs. What's that? on SSRIs, like antidepressants. That too. Yeah, that's another good example. And that's where you can kind of get into the, the conspiracy thing, where you're like, are the are the G-men coming around finding people who are on these different uh, antidepressant medications, these psych, uh, psychological medications or whatever, and purposely utilizing them, and then they can write it off later. Like, all of a sudden people are like, oh, it's because he's on all these these medications or whatever. And then you can kind of, like, spiral out into this other thing. That's a conversation for another day, really. But that is definitely a thing, too. Uh, but, yeah, fatherless homes, 
what how that pertains to today and as we're going to get closer to the election i guess probably we'll end up talking a little bit more and more about you know everybody knows where we stand on the election uh very pro-trump v and i are i'm not going to speak for jack uh because i know a lot of people in in our circle are not trump supporters and that's fine but what i what i do want people to understand is that these fatherless homes were created and enforced by the Democrat Party candidate, uh, Joe Biden, and then his running mate, Kamala Harris. They created and enforced the policies that led to the highest incarceration of black fathers and, you know, young black men ever, like in in history, like it's worse than slave days, right? There are probably more currently uh incarcerated black men over some bullshit frankly because it's, it's a lot of it is marijuana possession or marijuana paraphernalia and shit and then even beyond that like drug shit because who cares about drugs really uh, at this point like if you're using it within your home and that's usually what it is or they get caught with some on them like a little bit on them when they're out like who gives a shit about that but I, you know i'll tell a different story when it comes to like people shooting up heroin in a, in a playground or something that's yeah, a totally yeah, yeah. different animal I was gonna but, say, I was gonna say. yeah that's yeah. A, that's a different thing but we're talking about like a sizable chunk of our prison population is black men who are in jail for stupid charges that really are no different than the jim crow shit like jaywalking and all that like modern right. day jim crow shit and if we were to attribute that to anybody we could easily attribute it to Joe Biden's crime bill in 1994, and at the same time when Kamala Harris was the deputy or, um, uh, attorney general for in California, and then she went on to become obviously the attorney general and so on and so forth. And over that time, if we were to count up how many black people were incarcerated solely based on that bullshit that they that they introduced in legislation and then enforced through uh, police activities you would i would guarantee any black man would immediately drop them and vote for anyone else in the world because they would recognize it but the problem is they refuse to look at the facts because orange man bad and that's what it boils down to and and despite the fact that donald trump has done quite a bit actually for the black community and uh but nobody wants to hear that and it's so funny to me because i'll see people like I have a few black friends on Facebook who will sit there and, and I won't even say one of them's not even a friend. I don't, he was in one of my units when I was in Fort Hood and like I added him because he was a funny guy. But like all he does is talk shit about politics and talk shit about Trump. And, and he's like, oh, uh, praise Jesus. Uh, Joe Biden was selected uh, for the he was nominated or whatever. Oh, Kamala Harris, amazing. And I'm like, so you just don't know anything about either one of those two assholes. Yeah, right? obviously like, not. <laughs> you don't and, know anything. But it just because it's not Donald Trump and that's all yeah. they want and that's all they look at. And even like uh, Sean White, right? Talcum X, the white guy who leads Black Lives Matter. He um the white black guy who who leads uh, Black Lives Matter. He came out like this is like months ago. He's like, I will fucking walk away from the Democrat Party and I'll vote for or I just won't vote if if the choices end up being Joe Biden and his running mate ends up being Kamala Harris. Like he called it like this is like months ago and he calls it. And then not a few days, you know, a few days ago or whatever, when Joe Biden was selected and Kamala Harris or I'm sorry, when Kamala Harris was um, chosen to be his running mate, he says, 
oh, thank God, we're finally going to have some leadership in Washington with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Uh, so glad we have somebody who can beat Donald Trump and get this country back on track. Like, and he starts sucking their dicks, right? So, like, mm -hmm. if, and somebody put his tweets right next to each other where he's like, I will not vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris if they end up being the choice. <laughs> and then immediately, right next to it is, thank God Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are going to turn this what they're going to do. It's about, like, oh, we need to remove Orange Man, which, you know, like, so I'm going to steal this take from Mike Enoch um, pretty much. So if Joe Biden wins, all these riots and everything will stop because all these useful idiots will no longer be needed. Mm -hmm. And he's going to call that shit and there's nothing they can do about it because no one's going to complain. It's true. And even that, I mean, that's the thing. I think it's going to end because I think a lot of them are being funded by the people who are trying to get Joe Biden elected. No, they, they are. There's no doubt about that. And, Ac, what is it? Act Blue or what is the name of it? Blue? What is oh, the thing? Act Blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Act Blue, yeah. It's, all, it's all going to the Democrat Party. All of it. Literally and, all of it. And then on top of that, then you've got... Candace, uh, Owens, uh, Candace Owens broke that, man. She pulled it out, of, out, of, out and showed everybody. Yeah, I was a little disappointed that she wasn't selected to speak at the RNC. That seemed like a golden opportunity. Oh, yeah, wasn't that good? Oh, man, don't get me started about that. That was so good. My dad said that he was getting choked up watching. He was like, man, these people... He said the guy that... Um, that did the Pledge of Allegiance at the beginning was like this old veteran. He just like laughed at how proud he was. Like he said it was like moving. He was like, man, that RNC, <laughs> like, these, these are like some heavy hitters. He kept saying these people, man. And like five years ago, nobody would have given a shit. No, I guarantee the RNC was not watched by mm -hmm. anybody really. I mean, it was probably like, there were probably like a handful of people who were like, this is important. This is an important thing yeah. that we need to watch. But like everybody else was like the what? You know, like, it probably wasn't even on, like, major networks. It was probably yeah. just, like, some shit that you had to watch on, like, your cable access or whatever. But, and that's and that's what's so funny about this whole political situation is, like, all of a sudden everybody overnight became political experts. Uh, yeah. And, and, and most of them, like, you can look at them and be like, you don't know your ass from a hole in the ground, do you? Yes. Like, I guarantee, like, if I asked you... The, what did that you know, guy say? The wrestler opinions are the lowest form of information. Right, right. <laughs> opinions are the lowest form of information, and he couldn't be more more correct with that with that yeah. uh, statement, that sentiment. It was you know because all it is, it does, you don't have to back it up. That's right. all it is. It's just your opinion, and it, it could be rooted in nothing, like just what you were raised on. And once you're asked to back it up, and you're like, well, it's just my opinion, man. So it's worthless. It means nothing. You know. <laughs> But, that's great yeah man and, and that's, dude. there are so many chicks that like were on uh twitter or whatever back then who were like all of a sudden like experts on and i don't trust chicks like <laughs> or really anybody for that matter on politics on twitter yeah. period because like they all have some kind of hidden agenda and and whether this is left or right i don't care like i don't listen to really anybody on twitter because this we have a twitter we have a show on YouTube, you know? We have people who watch us. Like, what does right. it take to do that? Nothing. It takes very little effort. You just have to show up and try to be funny or whatever. And you can have people who will watch or listen or whatever. And, and that's all these people are. And then they sit there and they talk about some made up, like their political opinion, like that Palmer Report guy. Like, that dude used to drive me crazy, and I finally got blocked by him, <laughs> which was, like, a huge badge of honor for me. But, like, those are the sort of people that, like, people will actually go to, and 
that's their source of information. So right. I don't know, man. Fuck. What do you What do you got, Jack? Did you got anything? I know you wanted to say something racist or something. Well, so I, well, I mean, I always want to say something racist, but <laughs> so do you want me to get it out of the way now? Your advice to the yeah, you know what? Let me go ahead and preface this. Jack has some advice for everybody in the chat, and this is something that is applicable to me as well because um, I recognize the importance of what he's about to say uh, because it, it, it is something that I had to deal with mentally myself. And uh, I'm not necessarily endorsing what he's about to say, <laughs> nor do we at You Had Me at Bigfoot endorse this, what he's about to say, but I think it requires some thought and some consideration on everybody's be on everybody's part in who's watching the show right now. But go ahead, Jack, and say what you got to say. We, the yeah, I'm just trying yours. to put some... Uh thoughts and ideas you know get the uh old noggin joggin but if you'll look at um good old boy kyle rittenhouse you know 17 year old who shot those three protesters well you know killed two disarmed one if you catch my drift <laughs> um yeah good one so, <laughs> so this guy was in no way a pronounced white nationalist or anything of the sort if anything he was a boogaloo boy you know like it, just some guy defending a storefront whatever it may be no one really knows right now because you know the media all lies but what do you constantly see and I, I've I've tagged Tom in a couple things just during the show um, what do you constantly see he is labeled as a white supremacist so I would like to put it out as a PSA for all you boogaloo boys um no matter what you do no matter what you say regardless every single time you will be labeled as a white supremacist so come home white man <laughs> well so, i'm mexican hold on, hold on. <laughs> all right all right we got we got that there um so w what he's saying for those of you who are like whoa 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 this is something that i struggled with right and uh you know the sort of people that we've had on the show and the discussions that we've had on the show. Yeah. And how many times have we been called Nazis, white nationalists, white yeah. supremacists, white this, white that? Like, who can just call me? A, you don't have to call me a white asshole. Like, I know I'm white. Everybody knows I'm white. Anybody from you know from a mile away can tell that I'm white. Yeah. Like, I shine like a beacon of Gandalf the White. Like, I'm that white. Yeah. Like, you don't have to introduce race into this. Just understand that I'm an asshole. I don't have to be a white asshole. Yeah, yeah. I could be an asshole. Period. You know, just right. call it. Like, I can call anybody an asshole. And it doesn't have to. Yeah. I don't have to bring in the fact that they are whatever race or whatever color or whatever religion. You know, I don't have to introduce all that stuff. But that's what happens is all of a sudden, oh, well, you're just, you're saying mean things about this particular person. You must be a white supremacist. Well, no. First of all, like, I've, I would never consider myself that. I've considered myself many things over the years, and I think racism is on a spectrum, not necessarily a binary, you're racist, you're not racist. I think it's on a spectrum, and I've seen uh, many articles that, that would prove that point. But I will say this. I got to a point where I've started to think out loud, like, first of all, I'm tired. I'm tired of all this. Am I a white supremacist? Am I a racist? Am I all these things that people are saying about me? Or am I just somebody who 
wants there to be some kind of like morality in our society or like some kind of order to our society am i a person who would rather not have to worry about the world my kids are growing up in am i the type of person who thinks when you own a property or you have worked your whole life uh to build this like build like a, a store or whatever whatever you have there and somebody comes along and destroys it who cares what color that person is that's a dick move right and i think that's unacceptable it's unfortunate that these particular activities are being linked to certain uh groups such as black lives matter or their affiliates like antifa and and other associated groups so if that makes me a white supremacist i'm at a point where i'm like I don't know man if that's what you want to label me i guess man because that's what you're getting called anyways no matter what you do if you have white skin you're a white supremacist because you disagree with this sort of activity either let them have their reparations let them rape and pillage or you're a white supremacist and if that's if that's what being a white supremacist is then i mean i guess we kind of all are you know and and it's a hard pill to swallow when even especially like you have a lot of situations where they'll talk about an individual who happened to be black who was talking badly about a particular organization uh, or a particular um, event that happened in which i don't know say the black lives matter folks were throwing cinder blocks at cop cars or whatever and a black police chief comes out and he says this is unacceptable this behavior is totally inappropriate whatever whatever And then somebody will say on the news, like they won't see the video of the police chief talking or whatever. They'll say, well, he's clearly a white supremacist, doesn't know what he's talking or doesn't know the plight of these people, whatever, whatever. And then somebody's like, well, he's black. And they're like, still doesn't matter. He's a white supremacist. And that's their new talking point is if you are against Black Lives Matter, which is the same thing that they said about Antifa, if you are against fascism guess what you're antifa well no because now i see what antifa is about and i'm certainly not about that if that makes me pro-fascist that makes me pro-fascist now people are saying the same thing about black lives matter well if you're against black lives matter then you're a racist well no i just i it's not that i don't think black lives matter it's that i think that your tactics are perhaps wrong or uh, a little exaggerated or extreme and i think that the message that you're trying to convey is being poorly received because of the way that you're pushing it right and then they say well that makes you a white supremacist because you clearly think that black lives don't matter if you're not willing to get out there and tip over cop cars and and that's the again it's the dichotomy of like you know being anti uh rioting and being you know hey everybody has a right to live right and i think i think there's some perhaps some injustice right you know, and if you're not willing to tip over a car for that, then guess what? You're a racist. You're a white supremacist. So I, what Jack is talking about here is, uh, you know, is exactly that, I think. And that what I just said was the more like drawn out way, whereas his was more of the defund the police, eat the rich, you know, like that that short shotgun blast that you need to hear. And hopefully I've incurred or I've added some discussion points to that that perhaps you can take away from jack would you say that's correct yeah that's pretty much correct and i would also like to add like what what white people are experiencing now with like oh you don't bend the knee to black lives matter well then you're a racist well this is only the beginning soon 
if not already, your mere existence is racist, and it's only going to get it worse. Yeah. So, I forget what I was going to say regarding that, but it is. I mean, I mean we're at, we're reaching that point in the Civil War, right? And I've, I've talked about this before, is the Civil War, it's currently going on. And a lot of people say, when's the Civil War starting? Well, it's already started. What you're witnessing now is the Battle of Portland and the Battle of Kenosha now. Like, you're seeing the, the Battle of Kenosha is the current one that we're... Uh, and the Portland one or whatever has been raging for, what, 80 days now? But uh, this Kenosha thing, this is a new battle that has started, and you see it. There have actually been casualties involved in it, too, and we're going to look back on this one day when, you know, our grandkids are studying the American Civil War too, and they're going to say, ah, the Battle of Kenosha. Yeah, and that's going to be a question on a test that they have to answer. What happened at the Battle of Kenosha? Well, General... Kyle Rittenmore or whatever his next name is, the 17-year-old general or whatever, uh, you know, they're going to talk about that, and it's going to be an answer on it. It's going to be a question on a test that people have to, that our grandkids are going to have to answer. And, um, yeah, man, I mean, it's some crazy stuff going on right now, and I hate to be the guy who's, like, inciting the race war, but, like, it's already started, and you're on the, you're behind the power curve if you've not already recognized that as a white person, you're a target. And you I can either raise your fist. When you're good, when you you're can done. either raise your fist in the cafe like those dudes did in that video. And when those dudes came up, there were like two white couples or whatever sitting in a cafe or like on a patio at a cafe. And they were telling him he had to raise his fist in solidarity with the uh, Black Lives Matter. Or when they told the police chief, hey, you've got to kneel down for Black Lives Matter. Kneel before us. You know, come, son of Zarel, kneel before Azad. You know, and, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like that sort of stuff. That's what they're doing now. And if you're not willing to do that, um, and that comes with that sense of pride. Like if these guys aren't willing to, you know, uh, comply with police orders and that's what gets them killed, I think it's our our duty uh, as human beings to not cower to and not comply with their put your fist in the air in solidarity with Black Lives Matter. Kneel before us in solidarity with Black Lives Matter. Shine our shoes in solidarity with Black Lives Matter. You know, that sort of shit, like, you're behind the power power uh, curve there. Jack, go ahead. You were saying something. Yeah, um, so I was going to say that if you haven't realized already, like, everything that's been going on the past few months in the summer of hate is just a massive polarization process it's it's pretty much pick your side it's going to be extreme one side or the other you cannot choose the centrist big brain middle ground uh secondly um for anyone who you know going back to the whole boogaloo thing mm-hmm. um all those people think oh that's just an, an anti-government meme well it originally started out as race war that's literally what the boogaloo was originally so they just kind of co-opted that it's like so it's like helter skelter do you think charlie manson had it right <sighs> lately yeah <laughs> uh, i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go with the yeah. <laughs> v do you think charlie manson had it right with helter skelter i didn't read it oh, i didn't read helter skelter so i don't know well don't worry about it then it was yeah uh, I just, it was just I his just, general it was in a movie no you know he was in uh what was that show the mind raper remember <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite show. He was actually yeah, real my... good. the guy that played him was really a really good Charlie Manson. But... Yeah, he did. He did I agree? V, what do you have? What are your thoughts on this as we're wrapping up? This is our wrap up moments. So well, yeah, you know what? what you got? I, it's it's uh, you know I'm Mexican I, and I, I... what? 
I know, and it's and it's funny. People identify as different things, and like I, I'm Mexican in name only. Like I don't speak Spanish. I do like Mexican food. I can't really eat it anymore because you know I'm getting old, and you know you get old, you can't have as much cheese. That's all there is to it. There's a lot of cheese in Mexican food, but I mean the thing is, is like I, I'm often. Um, uh, I don't want to say I identify as a white person because I, I can't really say that. But I, I when I'm asked what I identify as, in fact, somebody recently said, well, what do you put yourself at and blah, 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 blah. I go, well, first and foremost, I'm a veteran. That's the first thing that I go, that's always going to be at the top of everything. If somebody asks me, what are you? I go, a veteran. And then second, I go, I'm American. It does my, my color of skin, the, what, what the fuck does that matter? I'm born in America. You don't go over to France and go, what are you? Are you, are you Mexican? Are you blah, blah, blah? They go, well, I'm French. I'm from France. You know what I mean? And so that's my logic. I go, I'm American. What the fuck does it matter? Any of this other crap. I was never born in Mexico, so technically I'm not Mexican. But people have to put these dumb fucking monikers after their whatever American because they can't accept that they're fucking American. So you go, I'm African-American, I'm Mexican-American, I'm whatever American. No, you're just fucking American. That's all there is to it. Born in America, you're fucking American. And so it irritates me that there's all these fucking things with like whites and blacks and whatever. So you're, the reason why this race crap exists is because people keep bringing it up, which is funny because I remember watching that thing that Morgan Freeman, remember when he says the bus yeah, runs out? Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah, stop being a bitch. And that's that's like the whole problem with it is you've got all these people out there that, that it's the victimization thing, you know, like I'm a victim. And so and we talked about this before. People like to play the victim. And so they want the attention on them. And like like Larry Elder, man, like I urge you, I urge you people out there, our, our dedicated fans and our, our wonderful audience. I urge you to start listening to the Epic Times, start reading the Epic Times. To listen to Larry Elder, man. Watch some of the stuff that he has. That dude, he gives you all the information and then lets you figure. Of course, he does it a little snidely because it's funny to him that like people are that dumb. But he'll he'll tell you exactly. Like, look, man, here are all the facts, and here's why this is going on. And and the biggest thing that I really agree with him about is like this whole race thing. Like people play this race thing too much, and they go, oh, blah 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 blah. And his his quote right now that I really enjoy is um is that the thing right now is is this black lives matter is people that were not slaves asking people that were never slave owners for reparations and that's like that's kind of like the logic behind it we have this chaos and madness out there in the world well not in the world but in 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 america because there's all these people that are going oh i deserve this and i deserve that because some fucking black dude no no some criminal died and was you know because he was resisting arrest arrest and was arrested by a cop and they go oh all the videos sent on the and the news leaks it because they fear monger because that's what they do they they have to get ratings so they send out some fucking thing that goes oh covid is so bad right now you got to wear masks and you got to fucking do this and it's terrible there's this pandemic and then they take these shots of some kid in a cage somewhere going oh the immigration is blah 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 when really it's just some kid that they put in a cage they did that so they doctor the news and then they make you think all this stuff is going and then you got these fucking asshole retards that are strolling through their phone constantly going oh my gosh this is happening and this is happening and this is happening and then they freak out and panic because they're pussies because they're total pussies and they freak out and they go i'm afraid of this and i'm afraid of that and they go oh we got to do something we got to protest we got to blah 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 instead of going you know what let me use critical thinking to figure out what the truth is 
and nobody does that because they're too busy sucking the dick of technology and letting phones control them. And that's what it comes down to. You can you can take a broad stroke and go, oh, it's Black Lives Matter, it's COVID, it's illegal immigration, it's all this political stuff. But what it comes down to is exactly what Aldous Huxley said in Brave New World, dude, is everybody is sucking the dick of technology and they're being mind controlled by it. They're going through their phones, constantly being fed the same thing, just like Hitler did to create the Gestapo and take over Germany, is he had the radio to tell everybody, this is what you need to believe and this is what you need to do. And they're all sucking that dick because they're going, oh my God, they're right, they're right. This is what I think and this is what I believe. And it's much more worse in America right now because we have these gay icons and celebrities going, oh, I'm famous and I'm popular and you like me. And and, and then you've got these you know people that read the internet and they go, oh, that's my favorite icon and my favorite celebrity. And I wish I, my life was like theirs. And so they follow their tweets and they go, oh, ha, ha, ha. They said, what they said is this, 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 And then they start getting their political information from this fucking retard that doesn't know shit about politics. And they go, oh, he must know best because he's a famous person and he's in all these movies. But really, they're just fucking morons. They're nobody. They're fucking clown shoes is what they are. And these retards out there in the world are listening to them. And the worst part about it is that the guys that think critically like us, we get to see it all from the sidelines and shake our heads and go, what the heck? How are these people in control of things? Which brings me to an interesting point, and I, I wanted to discuss this earlier, and, and I guess like even though we're going a little over time, I do kind of want to bring this up. Um, I read something really interesting today, if you recall, I shared it with you about Disney. Do you remember what I shared with you today about Disney? Uh, Tom, are you there? Uh, vaguely. Okay, Tom. Disney is like totally stopping. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Woke. No, no, no. Uh, get woke, go broke. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, get woke, go broke. They're entirely stopping the woke crap with their Star Wars and Marvel franchises. First of all, because the Star Wars movies didn't do very good. And second of all, because Brie Larson and Captain Marvel didn't do very good either. And so their whole logic right now is, holy crap, we were fucking stupid. And it was so funny the way the article was written because they said Mickey Mouse woke up from his hangover and realized that it's not profitable to be woke. And so now, literally everything in Disney is like, we're getting rid of you if you can't appreciate your fans no matter who they are and what political beliefs they are because profit comes first and that's what the bottom line is and it, and it's so funny when like and and this is my point in all of it is like it's so funny when you look at democrats and liberals or republicans or conservative or whatever it is but what it really comes down to is communism and capitalism and so you've got these communists in hollywood right which is where they all fucking are at. like what is his name mccarthy he was like trying to weed them all out, yep. right? From McCarthy the beginning, did go, nothing wrong. And they In go, fact, he didn't go far enough. And they go, they go, oh, he took it too far. And now it's like rampant in Hollywood with these communists. And they're over there trying to spread the disease. And now these idiots in Hollywood and even Disney, they're realizing, holy crap, that's not profitable as hell because we're listening to this 1% that are telling us that we have to do this and we have to do that. And we got to like make our movies shitty. We got to make, um, what was that, Guns Akimbo because we got to cater to this stupid audience, right? And realizing they're not making money. So in the end, capitalism fucking wins. They go, look, dude, you're in America. And, and again, like my argument is always, if you own a smartphone, you're a capitalist. I hate to break it to you, but you're a capitalist, dude. You own a smartphone. And there are people in other countries dying. So what is, what is Louis C.K.? There are people in other countries throwing themselves off of buildings so that you can send an angry tweet while you're taking a shit. 
<laughs> like that's all there is to it man that's all there is to it and that's always gonna be my argument about all this crap is and i shake my head and i get all like Ugh, and to, i know today i'm especially amped because of the stuff that i had to go through today and then like all this all this crap to me like everything that's going on right now it angers me like i go into a store and i have to wear a mask and then some lady tries to assert dominance over me by going you need to wear a mask and i'm going bitch you don't know nothing i don't need to do anything <laughs> You don't, you don't need, first of all, you don't need to tell me anything. And second of all, like, what did you say? Like, interacting with me, you just put yourself at risk. Yeah. <laughs> like, how fucking dumb are you? Like, if you were smart and you really believed that this was a thing, you wouldn't have approached me at all because you'd think, well, he could have it and I could put myself at risk. So that's my rant. That's my rant for the end. Again, I, uh, I before we go and before we close out, I want to tell the entire audience that I do appreciate you guys showing up. You know I love you guys, especially Jay Coop and Mike in Manitoba. You guys are the best. Um, Buzz Busby, I, I, I don't think I forgot about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good old Buzz Busby. But, um, yeah, that's what I got. I can't Maybe think of anything that, else. Is that, um, did you want to tell us how you really felt or anything about all this? or? <laughs> I thought I just. Did. <laughs> I'm sorry, I lo you lost me like uh, that part about um, when you when you started. I think uh, no, no, I nailed it. And you had a lot of positive feedback in the chat. A lot of people were saying V's on fire. V's saying all the shit that's bouncing around in my head. Uh, perfectly articulated actually was the term that was used. He perfectly articulated all the things that I'm thinking in my head. V, what color am I thinking? And uh, <laughs> and, and that was that was Jay Coop, of course, who said that. Nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, people were very, uh, very receptive to your rant yeah. right now, V. So I'm glad you got it. I'm glad you were able to lay it down. Yeah, lay that's down the facts there, V. That's what I do. And hopefully one day my dick will trend. <laughs> <laughs> let, well, if you guys forgot already, hashtag let VP is, uh, we're yeah. still trying to get that trending. Jack, yeah. did you want to say something before we close out? I don't know if you want to sell t-shirts and shit or if you want to talk about your show or talk about yeah, sure. stuff what that is you've got going show? on. Show your, uh, your stuff. T-shirt nationalism. Yeah, show your t-shirts. So, <laughs> not on t-shirt nationalism quite yet. Mainly because I'm not that creative. But, um, go visit theparanormies.com or thereightstuff.biz and you can find the paranormies on there. Uh, another thing, if you're sick of the, you know, DNC or RNC, whatever, you want to find that third position party. Go visit the nationaljusticeparty.com. Uh, yeah, what if, I've heard about me. that. Tell me about it. Tell us Ooh. about the National Party or National Justice Party. So the National Justice Party, so right now, not running candidates quite yet. That's, so we're, well, I think it's like two weeks since it formed officially. Right. Uh, now's the time. Now's the time to get that information out. Because I'm talking. Yeah. I'm always talking about this, Jack. I'm always. I talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago. Let me switch it to my face. I talked about this a couple weeks ago, or maybe last week actually, with the libertarian stuff. Now is the time to start talking about third party. It's already too late for this election. It, whatever happens at this election, what happens at this election. It's not going to involve your third party, no matter who you are, libertarian, green party, uh, constitutional party, none of that shit. Doesn't matter. Uh, now is the time to start talking about 2024. And if you want your party to be taken seriously, 
fuck 2024 or fuck 2020 focus on 2024 let's start talking about these third parties if you want people to take them seriously and run serious candidates so jack if you have some information about this national justice party i would love for you to talk about it right now and get this information out to the people who are watching so you'll get better information from the actual site itself uh mike pinovich or as many of you know mike enoch does a wonderful about a half hour speech um pretty much outlying you know like pretty much like where the party is going to be heading and whatnot um so there's no set in stone like what we're going to do what our timeline is but this is definitely something that everyone should check out and i think anyone who's like reasonable would actually take seriously and be like this is it very cool maybe we'll talk about that on the next episode jack did you have anything else that you wanted to add to today's episode as we Uh, close out everything is fake and gay fuck the rnc fuck the dnc i just want to grill and fall jack the intern 14 all right if you want to throw it into the chat now would be the time to do it and uh yeah like you said at jack the intern 14 on twitter uh hit him up he's he's one of the people that we follow on the account so if you need help finding it it's on there uh but i did want to say something i want to close out with something that mike said uh, in the chat, he actually, and this is earlier when we were talking about um, complying with all the uh, demands of Black Lives Matter, Antifa, all that stuff. He said, I would rather, he said, I am always willing to stand with somebody who will take a bullet, never with somebody who will take a knee. So for that, I want you to think about that, think on it long and hard, and, uh, you know, obviously go, this is where we got to shill, go to our uh, Redbubble. We got the new, we actually have the new j-rab shirt up right now it's not on here for whatever reason I don't know oh yeah here. oh there we yeah, go we, the have first to pick up the J-Rab shirt. Yeah. we still I actually have, have a J-Rabs. yeah i i'm planning to get some shirts myself recently i went through Redbubble today when i was doing my walk and i was blown away at like not just our shirts but like people make cool shirts dude i was like man you know i told you i wanted to get a shirt that says beefcake when i get all ripped <laughs> and i found that one that said beefcake factory instead of cheesecake factory <laughs> i love that i i like ironic shirts and i'm totally gonna get the totally gonna get one so, i got a 1350 shirt off Redbubble. it was pretty cool a what <laughs> a 13 do 50 it literally says oh, that nice. in the background <laughs> statistics how many people actually catch on when they see it um <laughs> You know, surprisingly, not that many. Yeah, not surprisingly, because nobody yeah, has that statistic. People on the other side of the aisle. But uh, <laughs> all right, but yeah, that's that's it. Um, yeah, go buy our stuff. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Yeah. I'll, I'll get back on Twitter when I'm unbanned. When my <laughs> free V, when let my... VP hashtag let VP. That's the free V hashtag right yeah. now. Get on Twitter yeah, v- and hashtag let VP. V, despite the bullet, dude. <laughs> Take a knee, V. In oh, no, solidarity. Yeah. Are you interested in advertising on You Had Me at Bigfoot? Oh, hell no! Reach out to us at contact at youhadmeatbigfoot.com. <laughs>